MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. The curtain falls today on the NASCAR Nextel Cup Series 2004 season here in the sunny South Florida at Homestead Miami Speedway. It's the Ford 400, and five drivers are vying to win the championship this year. Hi, everybody. I'm Joe Moore, along with Barney Hall. Welcome to Motor Racing Network and our live coverage of today's season-ending race, the Ford 400. It is beautiful weather here in South Florida and a packed house on hand for Barney what should be a very exciting day of NASCAR Nextel Cup Series racing. Joe, there's going to be enough drama to go around here for the whole season, I think, just for what will happen here this afternoon. As you said, five drivers have a shot at the Nextel Cup. Let's go trackside and visit some of the drivers who will be running for the Nextel Cup. Kurt Busch certainly could be the most important race in his young career, winning the Nextel Cup if he does it today at age 26 and doing it in his 150th career start. That would be absolutely amazing. Winston Kelly is with him. Well, a lot of times we come into these races and you got to finish X or better, but in this scenario, there is one that Kurt Busch can finish second and not win the championship. A lot of pressure, but may make it a little bit easier. You just guys have to go out there and race. How is the car? The car is very good, and the crew is poised. We're all focused, and this is the final day. It's been a lot of fun to come this far and to be in this position, and now we've got to go and race our car for 267 laps, and that's all it comes down to is just racing the best we can and and stay away from the mistakes. Lap number one normally doesn't mean a whole lot, but it does today. Teammate beside you, but Ryan Newman behind you, what do you expect that first lap? Well, Newman and I were in a wreck on lap four here last year, so I know he's I know he's going to play it cool. And then uh, we've got Biffle, who's a great teammate, and him and I have worked it out together so I can get some five points, and then we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, they've had a great season, no matter how it comes out this year. Kurt Busch rolls off from the Bud Pole and in search of his first Nextel Cup championship. Hottest driver in the NASCAR Nextel Cup Series in the last uh, fourth of this year, I guess, is Jimmy Johnson, driver of the Lowe's Chevrolet. At one point in his chase for the NASCAR Nextel Cup, he was back in the ninth position. He bounced all the way up now to the second spot, just 18 points out of the lead. But today, Adam Alexander, he's got quite a task ahead of him. Yeah, he's starting 39th, Joe. That's the bad news. The good news is four of his eight season wins have come in the last five races. You've got to come from 39th today, Jimmy. What's it going to take to come from the tail, win this thing, and bring home a championship to Hendrick Motorsports? Well, there's, there's a lot of things that could work out. I mean, it's, there's, you know, it's hard to predict what's going to happen in the race. Everybody I'm racing for the championship starting up front, and um, you know, so they, they're going to have a, an easy start to the race. But you know, pitch strategy, um, cautions, it, it may mix it all up, and those guys may have to fight back from some track positions. So you just don't know. But uh, this Lowe's car has been driving great. We had a problem with qualifying. Uh, we found out what that was with the shock and got it corrected. So the car is great. Unfortunately, it was bad when it counted on Friday. But uh, we'll be in good shape. I'm, I'm just going to drive smart and clean, get to the front, and uh, get in the middle of this race up there. You mentioned strategy. Have you and, and crew chief talked about the fact that you may have to do something a little bit, a little bit different to get your way to the front? Possibly. I mean, it really just depends on how much progress we make off the, you know, off the start. If we get up there pretty far and, uh, you know, it's a long fl- green flag run, uh, we'll probably stick to stick to the basics. But if we have a bunch of quick cautions, um, we may mix it up just to try to get ahead on the next next stop that comes along. So and we'll just play it by ear. Chad's, uh, Chad's crunching numbers and ideas, and, and that's what he does best. And I'll just get in there and wheel this thing. Jimmy Johnson starting 39th this afternoon. He and teammate Chad Knauss going to do whatever it takes to get up front, win today, and bring home a title. The field works behind the pace car. The Ford Mustang up in turn number four as the crowd stands here at Homestead Miami Speedway on a beautiful, sunny Sunday afternoon. The final race of 2004 about to begin the Ford 400 at Homestead Miami Speedway. It's live on the Motor Racing Network. Here's Barney Hall. 
One of the most exciting championships about to be settled here at Homestead Miami Speedway this afternoon. Green flag goes in the air. Head off to turn number one. Kurt Busch immediately tries to get out there, make sure he can lead that first lap as he goes over to turn two. That's the first order of business. Get that five-point bonus for leading a lap, and so far, so good. He takes the lead. Greg Biffle looking to fall back in line. we got two cars around already in turn number one. Mike Bliss has spun his automobile down onto the infield grass, and also Hermie Sadler has become involved. Two cars tangling at the very tail end of the field on the opening lap. Man, that didn't take long to get a yellow flag. The caution is out a couple of cars thank goodness back toward the tail end of the field most of the field had already gone by so it will be a two-car incident let's go back over to turn two mike bliss just pulling away barney there does not appear to be any damage on the net zero chevrolet the hermy sadler machine has refired he will come limping by now damage on the left front corner of the drive for diversity machine sadler's going to need some time on pit road he's got damage all down the left side of that car yeah, Joe, and as we said, it's a good thing that did happen back toward the tail end of the field because had it happened right up toward the front of the field, we could have collected eight, maybe nine, or even ten cars. Who knows? Yeah, tough break for Mike Bliss. He had a very good qualifying effort. Would have started in the 12th position, as we told you a few moments ago. Had to go to the rear of the pack for the start here this afternoon because of making an engine change on the net zero Chevrolet. He's caught up in a crash here at the drop of the green flag in the running of the Ford 400. Pace car behind the pit wall, heading down the line, looking for the green flag. It is in the air, and Kurt Busch takes off. Greg Biffle rides right behind him. Ryan Newman, single file restart. Don't think it'll stay that way very long. They go to two. For the moment, everybody in the top ten remains single file. First man out of line will be Brian Vickers. He goes to the outside on Mark Kevin Harvick looking low on Bobby Labonte as they race to the back. Meanwhile, up front here, Chef Gordon breaking out of line. This is the race for the fourth spot. Chevy and Dodge side by side. Here's Gordon putting the pass on Casey Kane. He'll grab that spot in turn three. Further back, Kevin Harvick on the move. Pulls down to the inside of Bobby Labonte, but Labonte has his own business at hand. He's going to work on Ricky Rudd, pulling down to the inside of that car as they come to the start-finish line. Greg Biffle goes around, takes over the top spot. He now leads the way up to turn two. A bit further back, the battle for six. That spot now belongs to Bobby Labonte. He makes his way underneath Ricky Rudd. Kevin Harvick punches the hole down low. He'll look to follow him through. More trouble in turn number two. Morissette is around. Jeff Burton is around. Robbie Gordon is around. Once again, Terry Labonte has to lock down the Kellogg Chevrolet to make his way through. No contact for Labonte. Everybody refires the cars, attempting to pull away. Yellow flag is out for the second time. Three cars involved. Back to turn two. And again, Barney, it's in the back of the pack. Jeff Burton's got some damage on the AOL Chevrolet, primarily to the left rear and the left front of that car. Boris said has pulled his car away. Robbie Gordon, who took a spin down through the infield grass, he is also away. Minimal, if any, damage on the singular wireless machine. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Green flag goes back in the air, and Greg Biffle leads him off to turn one. Kurt Busch right in the rear view mirror, then a couple of car lengths back to Ryan Newman. He's followed in fourth by Jeff Gordon, then the Casey Kane machine. Everybody's single file, except for Kevin Harvick. He'll jump out of line, make a move to the inside for seventh place. 
Side by side for seventh. Here's the GM Goodwrench Services Chevrolet to the inside of the motorcraft. Ford wheel to wheel off the end of the back straightaway. Harvick grabs the spot and the lane is left open for Tony Stewart in turn four. Tony Stewart pulls right down to the low side of the track, tries to challenge for the next position. Closer to the front, Jeff Gordon is on the move. He pulls to the inside of Ryan Newman, flashes by, and Gordon's up to third. Move the DuPont Chevrolet up to position number three. Ryan Newman now drop kick back to fourth. To the inside for fifth place, Bobby Labonte making a move on Casey Kane. Casey Kane went way up the racetrack, and that opened the lane down low for Labonte. So move Labonte to fifth. Casey Kane back to sixth. Further back, Ricky Rudd's free fall continues. He was just bypassed by Rusty Wallace. Jeff Gordon is the man on the move, and he's also on a mission here. He wants to get up there, get himself five bonus points, and take the lead and just see how strong that car is. Right now, he's closing in there. Maybe a chance to take second place away. Two of the championship contenders ready to go nose-to-nose for the first time this afternoon. Kurt Busch running the outside lane. Jeff Gordon hugging the bottom off, too. Ford, Chevy, and Dodge battle for second. Kurt Busch looks back and sees the rainbow-colored Chevrolet of Jeff Gordon on the back bumper. Here's Busch again up the racetrack, and Jeff Gordon changed lanes. Now they're side-by-side. Side. Jeff Gordon doing business in the early running here this afternoon. Down to the inside of the track he goes, challenging point leader Kurt Busch side-by-side across the stripe, and Ryan Newman in the mix as well in turn one. Jeff Gordon drives it deep into turn number one. He'll take the second spot away, slides up in front of Kurt Busch. Now here comes Ryan Newman to the inside. That's what that'll put third. Ryan Newman charging down low, trying to take third. Can't do it on the back straightaway. Instead, he'll follow the tire tracks of Kurt Busch. Again, Newman checks him out of the corner, looks low on him at turn four. Ryan Newman drives down to the bottom of the racetrack, trying to get underneath Kurt Busch, and you can bet all afternoon for what's at stake for Kurt Busch. Every driver out there is going to put all the pressure on him they can. Bobby Labonte's yet to break out of line. Instead, he follows Kurt back to the corner. See what Labonte does this time. They'll go to the high side of the racetrack. Kurt takes the lower line. Now Labonte sizes him up again, but cannot make the move. Bobby Labonte looking low, coming off turn four. Sees he can't quite pull even with Kurt Busch this time. He'll get back in line. Casey Kane rides behind him. Then comes Kevin Harvick. The next battle is Rusty Wallace on the move in turn one. That's the battle for eighth place. Wallace dives to the inside of Tony Stewart. Takes a spot away from the Home Depot Chevrolet. Right behind them, here comes Ricky Rudd. He'll make the inside pass on Dale Earnhardt Jr. The Budweiser Chevrolet forced to the outside of the racetrack, and Ricky Rudd is there to fill the hole down low. Fender out in front for Rudd, but Earnhardt rallies back on the outside lane, gets a bit loose, and he'll lose the spot. Hard racing going on the first 14 laps. Greg Biff Jeff Gordon, Ryan Newman, Kurt Busch, and Bobby Labonte are the top five. Newman is back within four car lengths now, Barney, and continues to whittle away at that deficit. Jeff Gordon, four up on Ryan Newman, another ten back to Kurt Busch. Greg Biffle is in the win. He has dropped the hammer, his lead, half the distance of the back straightaway. Over a tightening second-place battle, Jeff Gordon has it, but Ryan Newman starting to stalk him down to try to take it away. Greg Biffle's lead is just about a second and a half over what's shaping up to be a good second-place battle. Jeff Gordon has a spot for now, but Ryan Newman indeed is closing in. He's maybe 10 car lengths behind Gordon in turn one. Just following in the tire tracks for the moment, biding his time, trying to close in and get himself an opportunity to make a pass for that number two position. On the back straightaway, Gordon and Newman. That's the battle for second. And soon, Kurt Busch is going to make that a three-man battle. And last time by, problems for Mark Martin. He almost collected Jamie McMurray and almost plowed the safer barrier over here in turns three and four. The car got very loose, almost went around, but Mark Martin was able to hang on to it. Yeah, we're seeing several cars that are kind of skating around, not taking the line through the corner that we watched him in practice for the last couple of days. And Dave Booty, you can tell who's kind of hit the setup and who hasn't. Yeah, indeed, Barney. And part of the problem is we've seen nary a cloud all weekend 
weekend long until today, where it's about 50-50 sunshine and overcast. And talking to some of the drivers down on Pitt Road, it makes a huge difference whether you're racing in the sunshine or in the cloudy conditions here at Homestead. Here comes the race leader, Greg Biffle, off turn four, back to the start-finish line, completing lap number 16 of the Ford 400. Jeff Gordon is behind him, again, uh, 1.3 seconds. It stays uh, pretty much the same as it has been the last few laps. Ryan Newman is in third. Kurt Busch is fourth. Bobby Labonte is in fifth. Casey Kane runs in sixth. Kevin Harvick has moved up a couple of spots. He's in seventh. Rusty Wallace also on the move. After starting tenth, Rusty now runs in eighth. Tony Stewart's ninth, and Ricky Rudd has fallen back to the tenth position. Dale Earnhardt Jr. now runs in 11th. 12th is Jamie McMurray. Brendan Gaughan is 13th. And 14th is Mark Martin. 15th, Elliot Sadler. 16th is Joe Nemechek. 17th is Scott Wimmer with Brian Vickers in 18th. Michael Waltrip, 19th. And Jeremy Mayfield is 20th. Take you a little bit further back. Shane Meal is 21st. Travis Quapple is 22nd. Scott Riggs, 23rd. Dale Jarrett, 24th. And John Andretti, 25th. Sterling Marlin is 26th. 27th is Bobby Hamilton, Jr. Carl Edwards is 28th. Jimmy Johnson has made up some ground. He is up to 29th position. Martin Truex, Jr., make up the, the uh, rest of the top 30. Greg Sachs and Hermie Sadler are the only two cars that have gone to the garage area. From time to time, we'll update you on where the top five in the, ne- the uh, chase for the next L Cup is running. Right now, Jeff Gordon is the best of those up in second place. Kurt Busch is up to fourth. And back in 11th is Earnhardt Jr. Mark Martin shows 14th. And Jimmy Johnson, who is really trying to make up ground, is all the way back in 29th. Let's pick up the 8th place battle. That is where Rusty Wallace is trying to hold off Tony Stewart. They're halfway down the back straightaway. That's been heating heating up, that is, Joe, for the last few laps by. Tony Stewart will close in on Rusty, then fall back by a couple of car lengths for now. That, That distance between the two is stabilized at about three car lengths. Then back into turn number one, Greg Biffle right now. I tell you, you walk through the garage every Sunday morning, Joe, and you talk to as many teams as you can about who do you think is going to be really good today or who's been good in practice. The three cars that were most mentioned to me this morning that would likely be really good in this race all day today was Casey Kane was one of those, Kurt Busch was another, and Greg Biffle was the other. Now, for the most part, Kurt started on the bud pole, but he's fallen back to fourth, so it's obvious, you know, he'd stay out there and lead as many laps as he could because that pays. Whoever leads the most laps gets five bonus points. So you know his car at present is off just a little bit, so the only one of those predictions of the guys that we talked to is Greg Biffle. Yeah, Greg Biffle uh, just going all out. He has no chance of winning the NASCAR Nextel Cup Series championship, but would like to end the season with a victory here this afternoon. His car is very good. I spoke with Mark Martin this morning about how Kurt Busch is handling the situation. All the pressure on a young man like he is in his first battle for the NASCAR Nextel Cup Series title. Well, Kurt, for a young man, is doing a fabulous job. He's been really strong. This is not his first championship he's uh, he's raced for. It's just the first Nextel Cup he's raced for. So um, he's an incredibly talented young man, and uh, and they're getting it done. And I'm sure that uh, Kurt uh, listened to some advice from Mark Martin and some of the other uh, teammates at Roush Racing. Mark said the key to this whole thing for Kurt is just keep your head and so far, that's exactly what he's doing. He led a lap, a couple of laps in the first part of the race. Now it's fallen back to the fourth position, just being very, very, I guess you'd call it conservative in the early running. Yeah, he doesn't want to get in trouble. And if the car's a little bit off in the early going, that's no big deal because several times this year he's like some of the top teams that we've watched. If the car's not uh, exactly what it needs to be, the minute they hit pit road, they've been as good as anybody at making adjustments on it and putting him right back in the ballgame. We're not saying he's out of the ballgame right now, but he is riding along back there in fourth. And as we said... 
If he could lead this thing, you certainly know he'd lead as many laps as he could. At lap number 16, well, let's see, we're a little bit further along in that. Lap 29 right now, well, it, uh, Greg Biffle is the man they're still chasing, and chasing is the correct deal because uh, the uh, interval between himself, second, third, and the rest of the field is getting larger every time around as they hit the straightaway and work their way back off into turns one and two. I tell you what, when you get a car hooked up at this racetrack, we saw it last year when they reconfigured the speedway, you can really do some business and embarrass the whole field sometimes. Yeah, it's just a matter of having the right setup to start with. Of course, we'll see adjustments made as pit stops pop up here throughout the course of the running in this race. And from time to time, cars will get better that weren't so good to begin with. And cars that were good early in the race start to kind of fade away. Right now, let's pick up the battle for the third spot. It's up in turn number one in front of Dave Moody. Ryan Newman now feeling some heat from Kurt Busch. Bush right on the back bumper of the Alltel Dodge. Looks high, looks low coming off two. Close call for the race leader just a moment ago coming off turn two went three wide in the middle of two lap cars of Ken Schrader and Casey Mears Greg Bibble had to hang on to his Ford to get through that pack of race traffic. Out of turn number four and moving back into the front straightaway right now Greg Biffle has already caught some cars at the tail end of the field and put them a lap down and it looks like he's going to do even more that scramble for second continues that battle for the second spot while Jeff Gordon all alone in the second position battle for third zone hot and heavy it's Ryan Newman still feeling some heat from Kurt Bush who's rather gingerly trying to work the back bumper for third. Ryan Newman taking a lower line off the corner while Kurt Busch is almost rim running his way off the turn. In turn number three, again, Newman splitting the difference of the racetrack, and this time, Busch take following his tire track to the corner. Yeah, this time both of them go up a little bit higher coming off turn number four, and Busch does not make a run. He'll stay tucked in there behind Ryan Newman, crossing the start-finish line as they head off into turn number one. Greg Biffle shows the way. I'll tell you who has really made up some ground, though, is Jimmy Johnson. Uh, we told you a little bit earlier probably eight or ten laps ago that he was back in 29th position. He has really gained since that time. He's all the way up to 18th right now. So that's all he wanted to do is take his time, stay out of trouble. Then we had a couple of caution flags and a problem over in turns one and two in the early going. And he was back toward where he was back there, but he drove through that, had no problem, and will continue to work his way to the front of the field. The leader is Greg Biffle at lap 39. Jeff Gordon is second. Kurt Busch is third. Ryan Newman's fourth. Bobby Labonte is fifth. And Kevin Harvick is sixth. Tony Stewart is now seventh. Rusty Wallace is up to eighth. Casey Kane is ninth. And Ricky Rudd is tenth. Earnhardt Jr. is 11th. Brendan Gaughan is 12th. 13th is Elliott Sadler. 14th is Mark Martin. And rounding out the top 15 is Jamie McMurray. The battle right now is for the ninth position. Matter of fact, ninth and eighth. Rusty Wallace there along with Casey Kane and Ricky Rudd. Meanwhile, Bobby Hamilton Jr. is on pit road in the Tide Chevrolet. Un- undoubtedly, it would be an unscheduled stop at lap 40. Joe, right side tires going on. Come around to the left side. Perhaps he felt a vibration, but obviously something wrong as he comes down good 15. 20, maybe even 25 laps prior to when we expected drivers on pit road. Four tires fuel, and the Tide Chevrolet is pulled away, and we'll follow up, follow up to see exactly what the problem was with Bobby Hamilton Jr. So Jeff Gordon on a mission here, trying to chase down Greg Biffle, who has his own mission, a mission, that is, trying to really uh, make a laughing stock of everybody else as he dominates in the early running here this afternoon. Kurt Busch is 3.5 seconds back in third. Ryan Newman not too far from him. you got Bobby Lapani moving up a bit, and Kevin Harvick's picked up uh, a number of spots from the start of the race this afternoon. He uh, started in the ninth position, been kind of back and forth right now. He's running in the sixth spot. Kevin, fresh off a win yesterday in the NASCAR Bush Series race here at Homestead Miami Speedway. Looking back at the field to see where Mark Martin is. He uh, kind of working his way from the back of the pack and has been moving up steadily here this afternoon. Mark Martin with a chance 
albeit kind of an outside chance to win the championship. He's currently in the 13th position, kind of holding his own right now. And as we said, Barney, for him to have a chance to win, not only must he win the race, but a lot of other things must happen to the other contenders. Yeah, there's got to be about three or four guys that have all kinds of problems out there for Mark to, as we said, he has a very long shot, but that is even, that's better than no shot at all. So for Mark, I don't think he's really that concerned about it. Obviously, he'd like to win the championship, but he knows that his odds are pretty slim. Let's go downstairs. And what a follow-up on the Bobby Hamilton Jr. story, Bonnery. Problem with one of the wheels. He felt the vibration. They wanted to come on in. They did, as we say, change four tires and send Bobby Hamilton Jr. on his way at lap 40. Greg Biffle continues chopping his way through the field, getting by more traffic over in turn three. He's put a lap on Terry Labonte, also a lap on Kenny Wallace. Now closes in on Mike Wallace in turn four. Heads his way off turn number four and back into the straightaway. Greg's car is about absolutely perfect the way he's lapping traffic. In the straightaway, he can get two or three wide. Same thing almost over in the corners. He, Greg Biffle right now is the best friend Kurt Busch ever had because every lap he leads is a lap Jeff Gordon doesn't in the second position. Gordon, as a matter of fact, looks in the rearview mirror. Kurt Busch is only about 10 car lengths back now. Here's Greg Biffle at the entrance of turn three on the back bumper of Mike Wallace. Wallace slides up the racetrack and lets Biffle have the inside lane. The margin is now 2.7 seconds. That's Greg Biffle's lead over Jeff Gordon. Yellow flag comes out at lap 48 for debris on the racing surface. And at lap 49, everybody is on pit road. Let's go to Winston Kelly. And Jeff Gordon going to be the first win in on this end of pit road. A couple of pit stalls ahead of him. Kurt Busch, Cruz going to work on the right side of the car. For Busch, he's been tight in, running third for Jeff Gordon. Tight in turns one, three, and four. Here comes Jimmy Johnson squeezing in between him. He's been tight in and loose off for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Loose in, tight in the middle and loose off. Greg Biffle gets his four-tire stop. His car's been very good. It's going to be a drag race. It's going to be a photo finish at the end of pit road between Biffle and Kurt Busch following them. It's going to be Jeff Gordon, then the Kevin Harvick car, Ryan Newman with four tires and fuel. His car's been running very good, a little bit loose in and tight in the middle. Rest of the guys on this end of pit road, Martin Truex Jr., John Andretti, Bobby Labonte, all getting four tires in Sunoco fuel to Adam Alexander. Most guys in the midsection of pit road saying they've got a tight handling race car. Among those on the pit lane, Rusty Wallace was in, four tires and fuel for his car. Elliot Sadler made a stop. Ricky Rudd was on the pit lane. Casey Kane came down. Championship contender Mark Martin was in. Jamie McMurray also made a stop along with Scott Riggs. These drivers getting a chassis adjustment to help the handling of their race car four tires and topping off the fuel tank. Danielle? Many of the guys down on this end of pit road, Adam, were fighting a little bit of a loose condition. One, loose condition. One of those was Kevin Harvick. He came in. They made an air pressure adjustment. Four tires and fuel for Kevin Harvick. Others that made stop include Tony Stewart. He, too, was a little bit loose in one and two. Air pressure adjustment on the Home Depot Chevrolet. Four tires and fuel for him. Also, Brian Vickers, way too loose. They made a chassis adjustment on his machine. Four tires and fuel. Jeremy Mayfield, Matt Kenseth, Carl Edwards, and Brendan Gaughan, along with Dale Jarrett, all in for four tires and fuel as those cars that are lap or more down are now on pit road. Greg Biffle is going to win the race off pit road. Kurt Busch going to line up right behind him in second. Then Jeff Gordon, Kevin Harvick, and Ryan Newman as the top five. That second wave of cars that are lap or more down will make their pit stops right now. They'll make their stops at lap 51 here, so it'll send everybody else back out onto the racetrack. And as we said, they'll be chasing Greg Biffle. First car in the lap down line will be Robbie Gordon. Greg Biffle dispenses with him with no trouble. Kurt Busch will do the same. A little more trouble for Jeff Gordon, though. He'll have to follow in behind him off turn two. 
Bobby Gordon slides right up in line behind Jeff Gordon, but Gordon doesn't take that for very long. Here he comes, charging down to the inside. Sheet metal begins to flap on Robbie Gordon's car as everybody makes their way down to his inside. Kevin Harvick makes his way down to the low side of Robbie Gordon's slower machine. Also, here's Ryan Newman and Tony Stewart completing the pass. Further back, Rusty Wallace goes after Bobby Labonte. This is the race for seventh in turn one. Wallace on the inside, Bobby Labonte on the outside. Rusty completes the pass. Rips up in front of Labonte. Now has to dive to the low line again to move underneath the Robbie Gordon machine. Further up, battle for the lead. Tightens up. Greg Biffle got awfully high in turn number two, and that's allowed Kurt Busch to close in to within three car lengths of him in turn four. Kurt was up there, but he didn't make a big a mistake, uh, to get a big enough mistake for him to get around Greg Biffle and take the lead away. He's two car lengths back. Jeff Gordon is closing in right now. Good scramble going on for fourth place in turn one. Ryan Newman has got a rear view mirror full of a GM Goodrich Chevrolet as Kevin Harvick now goes on the attack. Tony Stewart not far back either as Ryan Newman makes it run in the number four spot. Ryan Newman, two car lengths in hand over Kevin Harvick. That's the race for fourth. Then you've got Tony Stewart. Further back, they're stacked up double wide. Here's Dale Earnhardt Jr., Trying to make his way around some lap traffic with Casey Kane and Mark Martin right behind him. Earnhardt Jr. running in the ninth position, trying to move up there and get uh, a little bit closer to the top five. Jimmy Johnson making some nice progress. He's up to the 15th position. That's the best he's been so far this afternoon. Jimmy closing in on Jamie McMurray as they race off to one. Jimmy Johnson doing a nice job with cautious aggression, making the moves that are there without forcing the point and taking any chances. He'll look to the inside on Jamie Opens the inside lane momentarily. Now falls in line behind McMurray. Here's Michael Walter around Kenny Wallace. McMurray as well trying to use the low lane. And Jimmy Johnson trying to make his way through as well. Yeah, Jimmy's trying to gain all the positions he can. He's done pretty well moving up in the field as they work their way across the line and head back into turn number one. Had a good race going a moment ago between Mark Martin and Casey Kane. It's kind of evaporated a little bit right now. That's from 10th place on back. But Dave Moody, there's still some hard racing in that pack of traffic. off the end of the back straightaway now. Mark Martin trying to close in on Casey Kane, but as Martin looks back, he sees Elliott Sadler beginning to close in. Flapping sheet metal on the Robbie Gordon car has caused NASCAR to put the black flag out, and he's on pit road. Well, they're actually cutting away that flapping sheet metal on the left side of Robbie Gordon's car toward the actually left rear of uh, Robbie Gordon's machine. The crew cut that away, and Robbie Gordon is now back out on the racetrack. Race for third is halfway down the back straightaway. And it involves Jeff Gordon and Ryan Newman. Gordon trying to hold off the advances of Newman. Here's Gordon in the corner. Going to go up two lanes off the bottom, and Newman's going to try to squeeze in down low. Ryan tries to make the car stick to get a run underneath Jeff Gordon. Couldn't do it in the middle of the corner. Can't do it off the corner. Now settles in right behind him and will trail him off into turn one. Jeff Gordon, for the moment, has fought off the challenge from Ryan Newman, but Newman right back on the comeback trail. Takes a look to the inside Tries to put a wheel under Jeff Gordon. Can't get the job done off turn two. And instead, he'll fall back by about a car length, maybe two. Follow Jeff Gordon off the end of the back straightaway. See what Newman does again this time. Takes a lower approach into the turn, while Gordon is about a lane and a half off the bottom in the corners. Further back, Mark Martin picking up a position. He got by Bobby Labonte last time by. Mark is up to the 10th spot. Jimmy Johnson gains another position. He got by Jamie McMurray, and Jimmy has now moved up to the 14th spot, trying to close in next on Elliott Sadler, who is next in line. Actually, now Jimmy is up to 13th. 
That battle for third again forms up off turn two. Jeff Gordon, Ryan Newman, nose to tail, losing ground to the top two. And again, Newman's applying the pressure. He's trying to get around Jeff Gordon. Can't do it at the entrance of the corner, but Gordon again opens the inside lane in turn four. Jeff Gordon gets up just a little bit high. Ryan's got a fender up there this time. Has he got enough horsepower to pass him? No, he doesn't. He was there just for a second, and Jeff Gordon just out horsepowers him down the front straightaway and back into one. Ryan Newman's still right there, though, still trying to force the nose of the all-tail dodge to the inside of the Jeff Gordon machine. He'll try it again off turn two, but Gordon again pulls away. Got some awfully strong horses under the hood of that Chevrolet for Jeff Gordon trying to hold off Ryan Newman. So far, so good for Gordon. See what happens this time. Newman really charges into the corner. He's up alongside him in turn four. Here they come now working off turn four, the race for the third position. And again, Jeff Gordon a little bit stronger coming up off the turn. Ryan Newman has to fall back in line while Jeff Burton has taken his car to the garage. Championship contenders moving up. Here's Mark Martin at work. He's trying to get by Dale Jr. Dodge to the inside and takes the spot away from the Budweiser Chevrolet. Mark Martin now will set the crosshairs on Casey Kane. Mark Martin now up to ninth. He's trying to get eighth from Casey Kane, but he's got four car lengths of racetrack to make up. Here's Martin in the corner tracking Casey Kane, trying to take that spot away. And he gets it within about two or three car lengths of him as they hit the front straightaway and head back down into turn number one. Got a little ways to go yet before he catches him. I tell you, the coolest cat out there right now, that's Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy started back in 39th position. He's up to 12th, doing exactly what he needs to do. A lot of people in the garage this morning said Greg Biffle might have the car to beat here, and right now he's proving that he does. He is the leader at lap number 70. Kurt Busch is a full second and a half almost behind him. Ryan Newman is third. Jeff Gordon is fourth. And Tony Stewart is fifth. Winston Kelly. Well, let's start with a championship point contenders. Greg Bush, uh, Kurt Bush, who started on the butt call, currently running very good. He was tight in on that first run. They said the right front tire is working awfully hard, but he's pretty satisfied with how the car is running. For Jimmy Johnson, hasn't said a word since that last caution flag pit stop. He had been tight in and loose off. He's worked his way all the way up to the ninth position. Jeff Gordon not quite as satisfied with his car. It's been a little bit loose in, but very tight in the middle off. He's dropped back a position, currently running in the fourth position, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. has been all over the place, loose in, tight in the middle, and loose off started 16th, currently running in the 13th position. And for Greg Biffle, very satisfied with his car up front. But on that first run, a little bit of heat buildup on the right front tire. So they're going to be watching that all afternoon long. Now to the midsection and Adam Alexander. Been a pretty solid day for Mark Martin. Started 11th, has worked the Viagra forward into the 8th position. He's been fairly quiet on the radio, although most recently he said need to free the car up. So that's probably what they will plan to do under the next caution flag or the next pit stop. We'll see which opportunity to come down pit, pit road comes first for Mark Martin. Pretty good day for Rusty Wallace. Started 10th up to 7th. Made a slight adjustment to help a tight handling condition under the caution flag when they came down pit road, but he's not said a word since the green flag went back in the air and Casey Kane for the first time this afternoon is to let outside the top 10. He in the early going said his Dodge was handling on the tight side. Danielle? Well, two-time winner Tony Stewart started 8th today. He's currently in the 5th position. He's a little bit loose in 1 and 2 and he's tied at the opposite end of the track in 3 and 4. They made a slight adjustment to the Home Depot Chevrolet and uh, he seems to be liking those changes. Kevin Harvick, he started today in the ninth position. He's currently in the 6th position. During that first uh, first pit stop, they only took on 4 sticker tires. No changes. He said he's 
starts off loose in the run and then it tightens up at, at the end of the run. So that's the reason for no no changes on the uh, Goodrich, GM Goodrich Chevrolet. And Dale Jarrett's the biggest mover on this in the pit road. He started 27th. He's currently in the 15th position. They, too, made no adjustments to the UPS Ford. He started a little bit loose in the early, early uh, uh, going of that run, and it came into him. So he likes uh, the way the car is handling really well right now. And one of the unhappiest people I'm going to assume out on the racetrack, Joe, would be Dale Earnhardt Jr. Like we said, he's been fighting that car the better part of the day. Yeah, he's he's been showing losing, back in 12th position. Been losing positions over the last 10 laps or so, and it's obvious that uh, car is just not setting well in the corners as uh, drivers continue to pass him. Got another one coming up now. Jamie McMurray closes in on Junior as they come up off turn number four. Let's check the championship point standings of the chase for the NASCAR Nextel Cup. As of the last lap completed, Kurt Busch's lead was 36 over Jeff Gordon. Jimmy Johnson is third. He's 55 back. Mark Martin is fourth, 115 back, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fifth, 120 points out of the lead. That's as of lap number 77. Greg Biffle still looking good here this afternoon. The lead now one and a half seconds over Kurt Busch. Ryan Newman, Jeff Gordon, and Tony Stewart rest of the top five. Tony's been moving up over the last few laps. Kevin Harvick having a good run. Rusty Wallace up in the top ten. Mark Martin has worked his way up after starting today back in the 11th position. Mark is now in the eighth spot. Jimmy Johnson, the biggest mover today after starting the race here this afternoon back in 39th position. Jimmy's in ninth. Bobby Labonte currently is 10th. Had a pit stop just a moment ago. It looked like Dale Jarrett was down on pit road. Let's see if we can get an update on that one. Yes, one of Mr. Ford's Team Ford racing guys, Dale Jarrett, was on pit road. It was a little bit early. Lap 86, he came down. He had a left. He felt a vibration and a left rear uh, lug, nut, lug nut that was loose. So they came down, changed all four tires, and put uh, Sunoco fuel in the UPS Ford. We're at lap 89, coming up on 90. One more circuit around. Greg Biffle continues to show the way. Kurt Busch is second. Kurt has lost ground to Biffle. He is three and three-tenths seconds behind now. That translates to almost a half a straightaway. Ryan Newman runs third. Kevin Harvick fourth. Jeff Gordon is fifth. Tony Stewart's up to sixth. Jimmy Johnson continues to knock him off one at a time. Jimmy started 39th. He's up to seventh. In eighth position is Bobby Labonte. Rusty Wallace is also in the top ten in ninth. Mark Martin is tenth. We'll run you back quickly through the top 20. Elliott Sadler's 11th. Jamie McMurray's 12th. Earnhardt Jr. is 13th. Brendan Gaughan is 14th. Matt Kenseth, 15th. Michael Waltrip, 16th. Scott Wimmer is 17th. Joe Nemechek is 18th. Scott Riggs is 19th. And Casey Kane, that's the top 20. Caution is on the speedway, and it is a problem for Kurt Busch, the Nextel Cup points leader, starting the race today. Let's back go over to turn two and get an update there. Barney, a near disaster and still a potential disaster for Kurt Busch. He got about midway between turns one and two, and the car just simply would not turn. He did an amazing job to keep the car off the wall ran literally two inches from the concrete all the way around through turns one and two, kept it off the wall, immediately headed for pit road. And Danielle, he had a problem even when he came on pit road. Yeah, that disaster almost became a, uh, a big-time disaster as he was trying to come down pit road. The casing on that uh, right front came off, bounced into the on, back on the speedway, actually when Dale Earnhardt Jr. was coming by. So Dale Earnhardt Jr. had to do some evasive. The tire actually came off. Bounced back onto the uh, track in front of uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. He had to do a little bit of evasive driving as well, but uh, Kurt Busch has now made a pit stop, I believe, in front of Winston. Well, they changed right side tires only. The entire wheel came off. The middle section of the wheel was broken loose, so the, so the hub was still attached to the, or the tire was still attached to the wheel, but it completely came loose, so they brought it down, just changed right side tires and sent him back onto the racetrack. 
So that's the situation right now at lap 93. We're under caution, and it is for a problem for Kurt Busch. And if he can overcome this, he dodged a big bullet, as we talked about over there, by not getting into the wall in turns one and two, and we'll follow up more in a minute. This caution has sent just about everybody to pit road. Winston Kelly. is a busy place. Greg Biffle the first to pull down and away. His machine had been a little bit tight, so a chassis adjustment there. Next out uh, on this end of pit road, Jeff Gordon came out about fifth. He was loose in, tight in the middle off. Ryan Newman with a good pit stop. He comes out second. He was tight from the center off. They're still working on the Kurt Busch car. He just now pulls away. They've got some cosmetic damage where that wheel popped off, so they've been doing some sheet metal work to the right front of his machine. Jimmy Johnson with service, four tires and fuel here. Everybody else on this end of pit road, like Dale Earnhardt Jr., John Andretti, all the rest of the guys, Bobby Labonte with four tires and fuel to the midsection and Adam. Good pit work once again for championship contender Mark Martin. He gets four tires and fuel and returns the Viagra Ford to the speedway. Scott Riggs joined him on the pit lane. Rusty Wallace was in. Elliot Sadler said when a cloud comes over the track, it tightens up his race car, something Dave Moody indicated earlier in the race. He got four tires and fuel under the caution flag. Casey Kane come in. He was black backsliding on that last run because of a tight handling race car, had problems with a jack, made wholesale changes. He was one of the last cars off the pit lane. He got four tires and fuel. Also in the machine of Jamie McMurray and Scott Wimmer making stops here under caution. Checking the championship points right now because of the problem for Kurt Busch, who now runs in 28th as of this moment. Jeff Gordon has taken the championship point lead over Jimmy Johnson by seven points. Kurt Busch, because of the problem, has now fallen to third. He's 27 points back. Greg Biffle gets a good start. Puts Dale Jarrett in the rearview mirror. Keeps Ryan Newman about five car lengths back. Get Biffle trying to get away. Ryan Newman to the outside. Trying to deal with the last car off turn two. Now Kevin Harvick has to go to work on some lap traffic. He's got Jeff Green down to his inside. And then he also has Dale Jarrett directly in front of him. Harvick completes the pass around Green. Now tries to track down Jarrett. Then second place, Ryan Newman. He's got Tony Stewart right behind him. Then comes Jeff Gordon as they work around the slower traffic occupying the inside lane. Everyone flaring right up against that outside retaining wall. Here goes Stewart diving down to the inside of the track. Trying to get by Kevin Harvick. Trying to make some room on Harvick. Harvick slides up the back. He gives him all the room he needs. Tony Stewart will grab third. Kevin Harvick back to fourth. Maybe not for long. Here's Jeff Gordon charging hard down into the corner. Completes the pass before they even get it to the turn and will pull away by two car lanes. Jeff Gordon trying to get up there, get all the points he can. He's fifth right now. Works his way a little bit closer to the front of the field. Working on Tony Stewart right now. Trying to take that spot away from Tony. Looking further back. Here's Jimmy Johnson trying to get around some lap cars. That's Jeff Green's car directly ahead. He has Mark Martin on his back bumper. Here's Johnson. Going to go to the high side of the racetrack. He'll pass Green. Now Martin does the same in turn four. Jimmy's got the seventh position. Mark Martin has the eighth spot. Both getting by Jeff Green's slower machine. Here is they come pouring off turn four. Back to the start. Finish line. Further back, Bobby Labonte, who was a player in the early stages of the race. Working his way back into the top ten. He's up to ninth now. Taking the from Bobby Hamilton Jr., who makes his way down to the inside. Black car, Mike Wallace, off turn two. Bobby Labonte down low, trying to get by Mike Wallace's car. They will race side-by-side side at the entrance of the corner. Here's Labonte completing the pass around Mike Wallace's car. Now he'll follow Bobby Hamilton Jr. through the turn as well. Bobby's had a good race car all day, but he has not had track position. He's had to start back there and work his way through traffic, even on some of these cautions when they made pit stops. He's trying to have to thread his way through the field, so to speak, and get back up to the front of the pack. 
Greg Biffle leads at lap 101. His advantage is a little over a half a second over Ryan Newman. Tony Stewart is back in third. Jeff Gordon's up there to fourth. Rusty Wallace now moves up to fifth. Kevin Harvick sixth. Jimmy Johnson up to seventh. Mark Martin eighth. Bobby Labonte ninth. And Dale Earnhardt Jr., beginning to gain some positions. I think that last pit stop they made, made a few adjustments on his cars, helped him. Must have made some difference there because a Budweiser Chevy is looking a whole lot stronger. Now, about Kurt Busch, who he started back in 28th. He's picked his way through the field and has now moved up to the 25th position. So apparently uh, they've taken care of the problems there. And Kurt on his way back up. But again, because of that problem when the wheel came off, and Barney checking the replay on the next television screen, when he came down pit lane and that wheel came off of his car, he nearly hit the end of the pit wall there. That would have put him out possibly here this afternoon. But he's overcoming it just like he has uh, all season long. He has dodged bullets as we've talked about all season long. He's just dodged a big one here a few minutes ago. Mark Martin and Jimmy Johnson locked up in a pretty good scramble for seventh place in turn one. Mark Martin fights his way to the inside. On Jimmy Johnson's Chevrolet, give Martin the spot as they work to the back straightaway. Mark Martin sliding up in line in front of Jimmy Johnson, grabbing the spot is Martin, and falling in line is Johnson. See if Johnson's going to try to get that spot back into the corners, looking to the high side of the track, but Martin is just so strong down low on the inside line. A couple of championship contenders here fighting it out for the seventh position as they come back to the start-finish line. They'll be nose-to-tail with no one stepping out of line to try to complete the pass, and they'll work that way back off into turn one. Good challenge shaping up now. Ryan Newman's got a rear-view mirror full of the Dale Jarrett machine, and Tony Stewart closing in as well. Dale Jarrett not on the lead lap, so Ryan Newman has the buffer of about five, six car lengths, and that lap car. Jarrett's going to press Newman, though. He's on the back bumper of the all Dodge in turn four. Now, remember, Dale made an unscheduled pit stop a little bit earlier, got a lap down. Right now, he's trying to get up there and catch the leader, get himself back on the tail end of the lap. He won't be able to get around Ryan Newman and close in on Greg Biffle as they go to one. Tony Stewart just sitting back watching what happens here, hoping that DJ will open a hole for him on the inside. Dale Jarrett tries to do exactly that as they work to the back. Newman slid way up off the bottom in turn number two, and that opened the lane for Jarrett. So Jarrett's lap car will complete the pass on Newman. Now they're side-by-side side for second with Tony Stewart digging hard down low. Stewart goes all the way to the bottom of the racetrack. There's no place for Ryan Newman to go because Dale Jarrett's lap car sits right in front of him. Still side-by-side side coming across the street and Stewart completes the pass before they get to turn one. Move Tony Stewart to the number two position, and Ryan Newman's problems are not over yet. Right on his back over now, the DuPont Chevrolet. Here's Jeff Gordon looking for third. All that battling has allowed Gordon to close in, so what was a battle for second is turning into a race for third. Newman in third, Gordon in fourth. Two car lengths apart this time in the corner. Been pretty good racing at the front of the field as well as back in mid-pack and all the way back toward the tail end of the field since they dropped the green earlier this afternoon. Still got a good scramble going on. Jeff Gordon is right on the bumper of Ryan Newman as they go to one. Try to take away third place. Try to take a little bit of air off that rear spoiler. Move him up the racetrack and he does exactly that. Newman posts up the banking. Here's Jeff Gordon to the inside for third. Side by side. Chevy and Dodge wheel to wheel. Midway down the back straight away. Gordon down low. Newman topside. Here's Gordon with a fender out in front but Newman charges hard and around Gordon to keep the spot momentarily. They continue to battle it out. Coming off turn number four there's a problem for Casey Kane over in turn two in front of Dave Moody. Smoke pouring off the left front corner of that machine, Joe. The motor is still running, but Casey Kane well off the pace as he works the backstretch. He nearly tagged the wall coming off turn four that last time by. He's dropping down the low lane over in the back straightaway, coming down the pit lane to make a stop. One of the drivers that uh, many thought would be a contender for the win here this afternoon, having some problems as Casey Kane comes down the pit lane. 
Greg Biffle leads now by 2.2 seconds over Tony Stewart. The third place battle continues. Matter of fact, now it's a three-way battle as Jeff Gordon and Ryan Newman have been caught by Rusty Wallace. Here comes Casey Kane onto the pit lane. Let's see what the problem is there. Well, it looked like it perhaps as we described in the turn that it might have been a tire rub, but as he comes to a stop, not a tire rub, it looks like just a left front tire going down. It is completely smoked. Going to change four tires. Right side tires are on. Swing around to the left side. Left front tire. The problem, it is shredded. They pull it off. Four tires. Fuel. Casey Kane away at lap 109. Costly unscheduled pit stop for Casey Kane. He was one of the favorites, according to the garage scuttlebutt here this morning, that might have one of the better cars out there, but now he's got to play catch-up from way back. Greg Biffle, Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, Ryan Newman, that's the top five. Caution number five has just been displayed to the field. Came out at lap 113 when Jeremy Mayfield apparently had a problem and scrubbed the wall over between turns one and two. Pit road is open, and it is a busy place right now. Daniel Fry. Tony Stewart is in with the Home Depot Chevrolet. Right side work is complete. Swinging around to the left side. Second can of Sunoco fuel goes in. A track bar adjustment on the Home Depot Chevrolet. Also, Carl Edwards is in. Kevin Harvick, four tires and fuel. His stop is now complete. And Brendan gone. Work on his machine is complete as well. Four tires of fuel, and like you said, Jeremy Mayfield, heavy right front damage. He has already pulled into the next cup garage. Next hill cup garage. Down, down to Winston. Host of two tire stops, Ryan Newman, Elliot Sadler, Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson leaving that order. We saw that uh, Newman, Gordon, and uh, Johnson definitely taking on only two tires. Four tire stop for Greg Biffle. He comes out fifth. The rest of the guys on this end of pit road all appear to have taken four tires and full fuel. Martin Truex just now leaving as does Dale Earnhardt Jr., rest of Bobby Labonte. Now just leaving Kurt Busch getting four tires and Phil still doing cosmetic work to the right front of his machine to Adam Alexander. The gambler on the midsection of pit road, Elliot Sadler, fuel only for the M&M's four. Joining him on the pit lane, Scott Riggs, Rusty Wallace was in. The Ricky Rudd car came down pit road. Also coming down, Mark Martin and Jamie McMurray. Scott Wimmer also came in. Most of these guys getting four tires and fuel, but... Elliot Sadler, fuel only, and he was away very quickly from the pit lane. Told you the caution was out because there was a problem over in turns one and two again just a few minutes ago with Jeremy Mayfield. Let's go over to Dave Moody for an update on that one. Car just shot up the banking at the entrance of turn number one. Barney made a pretty good uh, hard contact with the safer barrier midway between turns one and two. Scrubbed along the wall all the way to the exit of uh, the back straightaway. Heavy-duty damage on the Dodge dealers UAW Dodge for Jeremy Mayfield. After the stops, Ryan Newman comes out with the race lead. Elliott Sadler with that lightning-fast stop picks up the second position. Jeff Gordon is third. Jimmy Johnson fourth, and fifth is Greg Biffle. Back downstairs. Walking along Jeremy Mayfield back here in the next Hill Cup garage. Jeremy, you took an awful hard hit out there. What happened, and uh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. We just kept working on our dodge. You know, we're just real tight, and uh, thought we had something going on there. You know, got going good up high, and uh, evidently uh, cut a right, right front down, and uh, not sure what happened to it. That's the thoughts of Jeremy Mayfield. And, guys, if there's been anyone that's been snake-bitten since the uh, chase for the next Hill Cup began, my vote goes to Jeremy Mayfield. Man, he really has, you know. Yeah. And, and none of it's really been his doing. You know, no, he's gotten caught up in three or four different crashes at, at certain speedways. 
And that just almost automatically eliminated him from being a t- contender for the next Tell Cup, having those problems in the first three or four races of the final ten. It's been uh, luck just like what we saw here this afternoon. Kind of ironic also that just a few laps before Mayfield had his problem, Casey Kane also cut down a tire, although Casey was able to keep the car going in the right direction and continues to run. Let's check back in with Winston Kelly. Quick correction on Ryan Newman's stop. It was fuel only, not two tires, fuel only. He was the first out just in front of Elliott Sadler. Again, two tire stops for Jeff Gordon and a machine of Jimmy Johnson. Other guys taking four tires in fuel here on this Ennepit Road. Hey, we'll see probably quite a bit of that gambling as the day goes on here and the laps wind down. we still got an awful long ways to go racing here. 152 laps remain to be run. At lap 116, which is about what they're to put on the board here when they cross the line, Ryan Newman, Elliott Sadler, Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, and Greg Biffle in the top five. Rest of the top ten, Matt Kenseth is sixth, Rusty Wallace is seventh, Joe Nemechek is eighth, Tony Stewart is ninth, and in tenth right now is Earnhardt Jr. Mark Martin is eleventh, Kevin Harvick's twelfth, Sterling Marlin thirteenth, fourteenth is Bobby Labonte, and in fifteenth they're showing Brendan gone. Jamie McMurray is sixteenth, Scott Wimmer is seventeenth, Scott Riggs is eighteenth, nineteenth is Carl Edwards, and twentieth is Michael Waltrip, twenty-first Martin Truex Jr., John Andretti twenty-second, Ricky Rudd twenty-third, Travis Quapple twenty-fourth, and Brian Vickers, complete your top 25. Kurt Busch has made his way back up to 26 now. 27th is Jeff Green and Shane Meal, 28th. Those are the cars shown on the lead lap. Mike Wallace, a lap down in 29th, with Kenny Wallace in 30th, Mike Bliss, 31st, Casey Kane, 32nd, Casey Mears is 33rd, Bobby Hamilton Jr., 34th, Boris Said, 35th, Dale Jarrett is 36th, Ken Schrader, shown in 37th, Terry Labonte, 38th, Jeremy Mayfield now out of the race, but still scored in 39th, Robbie Gordon is 40th, Jeff Burton is 41st, also out of the race are the cars of Greg Sachs and Hermie Sadler. After today's Ford 400 here at Homestead Miami Speedway, all the NASCAR Nextel Cup Series teams will have a chance to look back and sort of evaluate their season in preparation for next year. Driver Scott Riggs and the Valvoline team will certainly look back at the success they've had in the latter part of this 2004 season. Riggs hopes his team can carry that momentum into 2005 as we go on the inside track with Team Valvoline. Brought to you by Valvoline. Racing is how they make their products better. They're not just on the car, they're in it. Back at Homestead Miami Speedway, some cleanup going on around the racetrack. Plus, we had a brief shower over on the back straightaway, turn two and turn number three, but it's practically cleared up over there, just kind of where a weird uh, South Florida cloud floating over the Homestead Miami Speedway. It has cooled things off considerably here this afternoon. We should be back under the green flag shortly here today. Let's check the championship point standings as part of our mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. Currently Jeff Gordon is the point leader by two over teammate Jimmy Johnson. Kurt Busch is third, 54 back. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fourth. He's 82 out and Mark Martin is fifth, 96 points out of the lead. They're showing 28 cars currently on the lead lap in today's race. We've had uh, two lead changes among three different drivers and caution flag has waved five times. Here's the way the top ten looks. Ryan Newman, Elliott Sadler second, Jeff Gordon third, Jimmy Johnson fourth, and Greg Biffle fifth. Matt Kenseth is sixth, Rusty Wallace seventh, eighth is Joe Nemechek, ninth Tony Stewart, and tenth is Dale Earnhardt Jr. And the man who's really been in charge today, Greg Biffle, he has led 110 of the 120 laps run so far. Give you the rundown real quick. Ryan Newman leads, Elliott Sadler second, Jeff Gordon is third, Jimmy Johnson is fourth, and fifth right now is Greg Biffle. Rest of the top ten, Matt Kenseth, 
is sixth, seventh, Rusty Wallace. Joe Nemechek is eighth, Tony Stewart ninth, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is tenth. Let's check down on pit road with Winston Kelly. Uh, let's talk to Jimmy Finning real quick, crew chief for Kurt Busch. Jimmy, a very freak situation happened. How about the damage to the right front of the car? How is the damage? Uh, the right front's okay right now. Uh, the guys uh, got it all fixed up. Uh, we're ready to go here. How's the handling on the car? Uh, we're, we're pretty close right here. Just uh, got to get back racing. What causes a situation like that to happen, a broke wheel? Uh, we don't know yet. Uh, the wheel was tight. I looked at the holes. The holes weren't oblong. So, um, I don't know. We'll look at it Monday. These guys battled back last weekend. They were out of the championship lead at Darlington, but pulled off a couple of killer pit stops right at the end of the race and got Kurt Busch up in the top five to maintain that championship lead. And one thing we can see standing in the pit area, there's no concern on their face. It's just business as normal. A long way to go here, just 121 laps in to a 267-lap event. So they've got some catching up to do, but no worry on the faces of the Sharpie Ford pit. You know, Barney, they've learned to deal with adversity. Look at all the times, even in this last 10-race run in the chase for the next Hell Cup, how many times they've been so close to disaster during a running of a race and come back out smelling like a rose. Yeah, they, as we said, the only way to describe it is they have dodged a lot of bullets. And we're just talking, if it's, if it's meant to be, I guess that's the way most things in life are, if it's meant to be. And right now it seems to be everything, the stars are lining up or planets or whatever you want to call it in Kurt Busch's favor. Might be some part luck, but ask Kurt Busch about it. He'll tell you quickly why they've done so well. First and foremost, it's Jimmy Fenning. This is this championship, if we're able to achieve it today, is for him. He's the one that put me in this position. I knew nothing in my second year of cup racing, and he came over to my program, and it, I felt like I had everything to learn in such a quick amount of time and ran over some people on the racetrack just because I had great race cars and didn't know the backbone of, of what I needed to do. Jimmy Fenning has taught me everything I know about the positive way to react to different circumstances as well as to move forward. And they have plenty of time to move forward, currently running in the 26th position, still with 146 laps to go here today at Homestead Miami Speedway. Looks like it's going to be uh, at least another couple of laps before they will get this track back in a green condition and we'll get back to racing, so it's going to give us time to go down on pit road and follow up on a couple of stories. Adam Alexander? Pit strategy going to be a key this afternoon. Good pit call by Todd Parrott. Got Elliott Sadler out in the second position. Fuel only. Talk about the call at this stage of the race, Todd. Yeah, we just, uh, our car don't seem to want to go until after about 20, 25 laps. And then it seems to be pretty good. So, uh, you know, the tire seems to be staying pretty consistent. And uh, been riding around back there 10th and 11th and really couldn't do anything. And seen a couple cars get up front and work about a half a second on lap time, just track position. So, uh we figure we'd take a chance, gamble right now. It's a little bit before halfway, and uh, just see what it does for us. call like this late in the race could be the difference for somebody, do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we didn't have anything to lose. Only had like 12 or 15 laps on the tires, and uh, like I said, it took a while for us to get going, so uh, we'll just see what happens. Good call for Elliott Sadler. Has him out in the second position. Winston Kelly? All right, with Chad Canals, crew chief for Jimmy Johnson. You guys went with two tires from 39th. All the way up into the top five. Tell us about the handling of the car and the call there. Uh, we just wanted to try to maintain some track position. You know, we'd worked pretty hard, obviously, to get back up there to the front. Jimmy did a really good job. Got back into the top ten before we even hit uh, 60-some laps. So I thought that was pretty incredible. Low Chevrolet's running really well today. We're not as fast as some of the other guys, but uh, we're just about to start getting to work on it now. i tell you what, they've done a yeoman's job so far. Just 120 laps into the race. Let's go to the other other end of pit road and Danielle Fry. Well, Tony Stewart and Greg Zipidelli calling the shots down here. You guys were the ones that took four tires. Are we we surprised? Should we be surprised that some of those guys, you know, gambled in the pits? Yeah, we had had decent track position. Um, Obviously, we came in second. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to 
we could get a good a good run in our pit box and figure we'd lose four or five spots, but knew we wouldn't lose a ton. You know, if you're fourth, fifth, sixth, then you lose even more when, when the people come in. So we figure we put four on, we keep putting four. If we need to put two on or, or fuel only at the end for our track position, um, we will. Our, our car's driving really good, and I didn't want to get off, uh, um, you know, with adjustments this early in the race. So we just elected to put four on. They've got a very good handling car, as uh, Greg Zipidelli said, and I believe Jeff Gordon has made a stop in front of Winston. Yeah, they think they've got a left rear tire going down. Rather be safe than sorry, even though he was running in the third position. Had changed only the right side tires. The biggest loss here is all that track position. They're going to top it off with fuel. Same thing for Kurt Busch. They're just going to bring it down, check the sheet metal on the right front, top it off with Sunoco fuel. So a break. A good one and a bad one, the fact that if they did have a left rear tire going down, they caught it before we went back to green flag condition, but they did have to give up a tremendous amount of track position on Jeff Gordon. And they are showing 27 cars still on the lead lap. Going green when they come back off turn number four, they'll chase Ryan Newman as the leader this time. Elliot Sadler second, Jimmy Johnson is third, fourth is Jeff Gordon, and fifth is Greg Biffle. And now we see that NASCAR says, nope, we'll make another lap of caution around this racetrack. Six is Matt Kenseth. Seventh is Rusty Wallace. Eighth is Joe Nemechek. Ninth is Tony Stewart. And tenth is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Eleventh is Mark Martin. Kevin Harvick is twelfth. Sterling Marlin's thirteenth. Bobby Labonte is fourteenth. And fifteenth is Brendan Gaughan. And, Joe, we've been talking so much about the guys up front, the championship contenders and other guys that were up there racing with them. There have been several uh, drivers who are having a great day here at this final race of the season. Brendan Gaughan is one of those. Brendan's been somewhere between about 16th and up in the top 10 all day long. Been watching Scott Wimmer. They've done good pit work, keep Scott out there. He's also been running well up toward the top 10 right now, uh, showing back there in 16th position. Good day for Scott Riggs, along with Carl Edwards, some of the guys that are having a decent day here. Also, you can uh, mention names like uh, John Andretti, that brand-new team that will be going full-time next year. They just started several weeks ago. He's on the lead lap now, shown in 21st. Travis Quapple, who uh, there's been a lot of rumors about where he may go next year, uh, having a good run here as uh, he's done in his uh, previous Nextel Cup Series outings. Travis is now shown there in the 22nd position. Of course, you mentioned uh, Brendan gone. Some questions about what's going to happen with him next year, whether he'll be back at Penske South Racing in the Kodak Dodge or not. Brendan kind of hinted the other day that uh, he may not be back but that's not been made official as of yet. Field's a half lap from going under the green flag. Let's go back to Winston Kelly. Uh, They're still looking at the uh, left rear tire, see if they can find out if there is a problem. They are currently going to pump some air into the tire. They're spraying it with a solution around the rim of the tire to see if anything bubbles up. Also around the section of the tire they think might have gone down. Talked to one of the Goodyear engineers. He said they haven't found anything yet, but Jeff Gordon's crew swarming all over this left rear tire to see if they can find if there was a problem. But Jeff Gordon certainly didn't like what he felt. Okay, apparently there's still some uh, light showers around the racetrack, so we're not going to get the one-to-go signal this time, and uh, we will uh, continue to circulate here under the caution flag as Ryan Newman shows up as the race leader. Again, uh, it was Kurt Busch on the bud pole here this afternoon. He led the first four laps before Greg Biffle took over and led until lap 115. Ryan Newman took the top spot then and still is in control of the Ford 400 as we close in on the halfway point of today's race. Here at Homestead Miami Speedway, we're still running under the caution flag as we approach the halfway point of the Ford 400. A brief, very light shower has uh, blown over the racetrack over on the back straightaway. We've not actually seen a whole lot of rain on the front side of the track, but some light showers in turns uh, two and over in turn number three. But uh, that should pass by quickly. 
It's a real dark cloud that moved it over the racetrack. There's still a piece of that lingering, and uh, hopefully that'll blow on by. We'll get back under the green flag and uh, move on towards the finish and towards seeing who's going to be the champion this year. Field will be getting the one-to-go signal next time they come back around on the start-finish line as we are just uh, six laps away from the halfway point of the Ford 400. Jeff Gordon is back on pit road. Winston? And they're just checking everything on the left side. They did finally find a small cut on that left rear tire, and I guess we were talking during commercial break. That's why they call him a four-time champion. It took him five minutes to find the cut portion that he felt in the race car. A little bit of a situation on Greg Biffle's car. He thought he felt that he had a right front wheel a little bit loose. He pulled up. Ryan Newman looked at it, gave him the thumbs up. The crew believes they got all the lug nuts tightened. So breathe a sigh of relief for Greg Biffle, who's been the dominant car all day long. Jeff Gordon now leaves pit road. They topped it off with fuel. He's good to go. We are running under caution because a few raindrops just had a few clouds uh, move overhead. Nothing of any great significance, but they want uh, the the raindrops to move out before they put them back under green here, so it shouldn't be too much longer. Ryan Newman is the leader. Elliot Sadler is second. Jimmy Johnson's third. Greg Biffle is fourth. Matt Kenseth is fifth. Rusty Wallace sixth. Joe Nemechek is now up to seventh. In eighth position, that's Tony Stewart. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is ninth and tenth is Mark Martin. Kevin Harvick still 11th, Sterling Marlin is 12th, Bobby Labonte is 13th, Brendan Gaughan is 14th, Jamie McMurray is 15th, Scott Wimmer is 16th, 17th is Scott Riggs, in 18th is Carl Edwards, 19th Michael Waltrip, and Martin Truex Jr. runs in 20th position. Ricky Rudd is on pit road. Quick report there. Yeah, just topping off the fuel tank, Barney. They came down at 124, did the same thing, but then waved off the restart. NASCAR did, so this time they elect to come back down. Not really losing much track position. Casey came, one of the other cars that came down, and topped off the fuel tank. Since Jeff Gordon made those uh, extra pit stops and now is the last car on the lead lap for the restart, Jimmy Johnson has taken over the lead in the championship point standings, and Kurt Busch has moved back up to second. Kurt is 51 points out of the lead. Jeff Gordon is 62 out in third. Fourth is Dale Hart Jr., who's 81 out. And Mark Martin is fifth, 95 points out of the lead. As far as the way they're running on the racetrack, Jimmy Johnson, the best running of the championship contenders. He's in third. Dale Hart Jr. is ninth. Mark Martin is 10th. Kurt Busch is 24th. And Jeff Gordon is 27th. We would have been going back under the green flag, but NASCAR again has waved off the restart, so they'll continue to circulate here under the caution flag, and uh, Ryan Newman will lead the field here off the corner as the pace car brings him back down to the start-finish line. Thirteen different winners this season on the Nextel Cup Series. Jimmy Johnson, the biggest winner. He has picked up eight victories this year. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has scored a win six times as they get the indication going green one more time around. They will see the green flag come back out. Jeff Gordon is a five-time winner this year. Kurt Busch has three wins. Tony Stewart has a couple. Other drivers who have won races, Ryan Newman, Matt Kenseth, Elliot Sadler, Mark Martin, Jeremy Mayfield, Rusty Wallace, Joe Nemechek, and Greg Biffle. And as impressive as that list is, Joe, it's almost equally impressive to the guys that haven't won. Yeah, eight drivers who won races last year still have not won in 2004. Also, another factor that uh, we'll throw in quickly, a Rookie of the Year candidate has won a race every year for the last five years, and so far this season, that has not happened. Let's check in quickly on pit road. One additional change Jeff Gordon's crew made when they brought it down pit road to pull the left side tires off. They pulled a rubber out of the left rear of the car. Car's been just a little bit uh, on the tight side, so they wanted to pull a rubber out of the left rear so they could try to loosen that machine up. 
Getting ready to go back to green. They'll take the green at lap 131, and Ryan Newman will be the man up front. He's had a strong race car all day long. Still, I think Greg Biffle probably has the quickest car out there, but he's going to restart in fourth position, and he's right at the front of the field. See if he can get around Jimmy Johnson and Elliott Sadler, the two cars between him and leader Ryan Newman. Pace car leads the field up into turn number four, that beautiful Ford Mustang pacing the field all throughout the weekend in Ford Championship Weekend here at Homestead Miami Speedway. He pulls down onto the pit lane. Here comes the field off turn four, looking for the green flag to wave at lap 131. Ryan Newman getting on the gas now as the green waves at Homestead Miami Speedway tries to pull away from Elliott Sadler, Jimmy Johnson, Greg Biffle, and Matt Kenseth. They've had plenty of company down on the inside lane with the lap cars. The leader clears the lap machine of Bobby Hamilton Jr. Everybody else having trouble getting by Hamilton and Dale Jarrett. So two lap machines between the leader and second place. Ryan Newman's got some breathing room now. He's got the lap car of Bobby Hamilton Jr. Dale Jarrett between himself and Elliott Sadler. Here's Sadler looking back at a whole lot of company on the back bumper from Jimmy Johnson and Greg Biffle. Yeah, Elliott Sadler knows he's going to have trouble holding on to that spot as he come out of the corner and hit the front straightaway. Down to the inside goes Greg Biffle on Jimmy Johnson. See if he can take that spot away before they get to one. Greg Biffle on the march, drives it deep into turn number one. Jimmy Johnson can do nothing but watch him go. Biffle takes over the spot. He puts the cross there. Now lap traffic double wide in front of Elliott Sadler. Elliott has nowhere to go, and he's got Greg Biffle behind him. Now Bobby Hamilton Jr. gives way on the lane down low. Elliott Sadler will use the high lane. Now cut back down in front of him off turn four. Greg Biffle able to pull up to the high side of the track. Now he'll go to work on the slower car of Bobby Hamilton Jr., and that'll also open the lane for Jimmy Johnson, who filters out to the outside lane to get by the traffic. Greg Biffle moves around Hamilton. Now Jimmy Johnson will do the same. So Elliott Sadler, Greg Biffle, Jimmy Johnson, no the Further back, Rusty Wallace trying to get around some lap cars. He's got Mike Bliss and Kenny Wallace there as Rusty uses the inside lane. Almost stacked them three wide on the back straightaway. Instead, Wallace comes out of the gas. Rusty, that is, and he'll race alongside Mike Bliss. Furious racing from fifth place on back. Rusty Wallace, Matt Kenseth, Tony Stewart, Joe Nemechek, and Earnhardt Jr. All in that pack of traffic as they head back off into turn number one. Ryan Newman is about to drive away. Ryan Newman trying to check out as they battle back behind him. Good tussle going on further on back. Tony Stewart, Dale Jr., Matt Kenseth, Joe Nemechek, three wide coming off the corner. Nemechek on the bottom, Earnhardt in the middle, Matt Kenseth up top. Three wide off the end of the back straightaway. Kenseth will give way in the outside lane. Now it's double wide, two rows deep, and now Earnhardt will sweep around in front of Nemechek. Earnhardt does it the hard way, going around the outside lane to pick off the spot. Nemechek settles back in line behind him. Matt Kenseth and Kevin Harvick all over him as we're just past the halfway point. They're back in turn one. Everybody sorts it out single file for the moment. Best battle right now is Brendan Gaughan and Casey Kane working the outside lane again. Rusty Wallace loses a lot of ground. He had a problem in turn two. Loses about a handful of spots as everybody runs by to his inside. Rusty stuck on the outside lane. Now feeling the challenge for Mark Martin. And for the moment, everybody's forgotten about the front three or four cars while all that hard racing is going on back in the middle of the pack as they hit the front straightaway. Tony Stewart leads a pack of traffic. He is fifth, but behind him, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Matt Kenseth. Who else is locked up in that over there? Kevin Harvick? Kevin Harvick is in it. Joe Nemechek, Mark Martin. Here's Brendan gone to the inside of Casey Kane. They'll sweep around him and get that spot. The lane is left open. Sterling Marlin now on the move as Rusty Wallace continues to lose spots in wholesale fashion. Jeff Gordon is chopping his way through the field. He restarted at the tail end of the lead lap. 
He's already up to the 18th position. Kurt Busch has picked up a few spots, but nowhere near as much as Jeff Gordon. Kurt is shown back in the 22nd position. The leader's off turn two. Gordon's going to have to cool his jets for a moment. He's got cars two abreast in front of him. As Bobby Labonte moves to the outside, trying to make a pass on Scott Riggs. Meanwhile, here's the challenge for second. Greg Biffle is on the move in turn four. Greg Biffle down to the bottom of the racetrack. Puts a good run on out of the corner up there. Let's see if he can get the job done here in the front straightaway. Elliot Sadler had thoughts of maybe trying to take it back away from him. Maybe not in turn one. Greg Biffle able to drive away by a car length as they enter turn number one. So Biffle, who's been so dominant all afternoon, making two, three, now four car lengths. The advantage over Sadler. See what Greg Biffle can do with Ryan Newman. About 15 car lengths and the lap car of Dale Jarrett between second place Greg Biffle and the race leader, Ryan Newman. Coming back to the start-finish line with 128 laps to go. Ryan Newman has the lead by just over a second over Greg Biffle. Elliott Sadler's third, Jimmy Johnson fourth, and Tony Stewart is fifth. The 2003 NASCAR Nextel Cup Series champion with a problem. Daniel Fry? Well, Joe, he was one of the guys that was trying to utilize pit strategy. When they came down on lap 94, they took fuel only. But then few, a few laps later, it's a cut left front tire that brought Matt Kenseth back down on the pit road. And then NASCAR penalized him a pass-through penalty for not utilizing the access road to get on the pit road. So uh, a little bit of a long day for Matt Kenseth. A bit of a long day also for Terry Labonte. I would speculate that Terry's made some 12 or 14 pit stops, but he is still out there running. As we look up in turns three and four, the interval between the leader, Ryan Newman, and Greg Biffle is shortened down to maybe a couple of car lengths, and coming in a hurry is Greg Biffle chasing down the leader, Ryan Newman, as they go to one. Biffle's had a dominant car all afternoon long, and it doesn't look like that has changed now. Newman running higher on the racetrack. Biffle about midway, closes in less than a car length now. The advantage to the lead. Battle for the top spot, nose to tail. Ryan Newman, Greg Biffle. See if Biffle's going to break out of line. So far, in the tire tracks of Ryan Newman is Biffle, but again, Newman skates up the racetrack, and Biffle's going to test the waters down low. He just drives it right to the bottom of the racetrack, tries to get that fender pulled up alongside the Dodge of Ryan Newman, and does that at the start-finish line. Here goes Greg Biffle again. To the lead goes Greg Biffle, just driving underneath Ryan Newman. Puts his sails in the wind and now will drive away. By the time they hit the backstretch, the lead is for Carling. Ryan Newman now falling back from Greg Biffle as Biffle picking up where he left off earlier this afternoon. Three, maybe four Carling. Trouble number two, Mike Bliss is around. Hard into the outside retaining wall. The net zero machine grinding backwards along the safer, safer barrier. The car comes to a stop. Nobody else involved but a hard lick. Trump first for Mike Bliss in turn two. And caution is on the speedway again over in turn number two. Let's go back over there. Single car incident. Barney looked like it just got out from underneath Mike Bliss. Got behind on the steering and could not chase it down. The car spun backwards. Trunk first into the safer barriers. A hard lick. Mike Bliss trying to refire the car. He's coasted down onto the apron, but he's compacted the left rear corner of the Net Zero Chevrolet. We're at 148 now as they come pouring onto the pit lane. Let's go first to Danielle Fry. Tony Stewart, the first in on this end of pit road. Kevin Harvick pitting right behind him. It's going to be fuel only for Kevin Harvick. Pull away the front fenders. Fuel only for Tony Stewart as well. As Carl Edwards is also making a stop, as is Brendan Gone. Now up to Winston. Jimmy Johnson, Ryan Newman, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Here now comes Jeff Gordon and Kurt Busch. It's going to be a four-tire stop for Bush on the right side of the Johnson machine as Tony Stewart's going to be the first down and away. Four tires for Ryan Newman, four for Johnson, four for Gordon. 
Bobby Labonte with a quick stop. Looked like that might have been a two-tire stop. Newman, the first out on this end of pit road to the midsection, and Adam Alexander. And Greg Biffle, a four-tire stop of the National Guard Subway Army Ford. They get off the pit lane, four tires and fuel. Good stop for him. He got out just in front of Jamie McMurray. Quick stop for the Haviland Dodge. They may have taken only right side tires. Rusty Wallace was on the pit lane. Elliot Sadler came in. Four tires and fuel for him. Ricky Rudd back down the pit lane. Mark Martin was in. And as we said, a quick stop for Jamie McMurray. Scott Wimmer also came down pit road. And Tony Stewart looks like he's going to beat everybody off pit road. We'll set the field for you in a minute. We're getting ready to go back to green. Right now we're at lap 150. Let's quickly set the field for you since they made that round of pit stops. Tony Stewart is the leader. Kevin Harvick's going to restart second. Bobby Labonte third. Greg Biffle fourth. Jamie McMurray fifth. Ryan Newman sixth. Jimmy Johnson seventh. Scott Riggs eighth. Michael Waltrip ninth. Joe Nemechek is tenth. Rusty Wallace eleventh. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is twelfth. Elliot Sadler is thirteenth. Brendan Gaughan is fourteenth. And Mark Martin is fifteenth. Sixteenth is Travis Quapple. Seventeenth is Martin Truex Jr. Eighteenth is Kurt Busch. And back in 19th position right now is Jeff Gordon. Then Sterling Marlin is 20th. 21st, that's uh, Carl Edwards, 22nd. Scott Wimmer, 23rd. Brian Vickers, 24th. Jeff Green. And 25th is John Andretti. So Tony Stewart gets up uh, to the top spot uh, to lead the race here this afternoon for the first time today, the only multiple-time winner here at Homestead Miami Speedway. He'll be the leader for the restart at lap uh, 151. That'll give us 116 laps to go in the running of the Ford 400 here today. So far in uh, today's race, we've seen four lead changes among four different drivers. Caution flags have waved six times, and as we get ready to go back under the green flag, we have 27 cars that are being shown on the lead lap. So what can Tony Stewart do? We've not talked about him a whole lot here this afternoon. He's been back uh, in the top 15, 20 or so, not making a whole lot of noise. But now he's the leader of the pack as they come working off turn four and get ready to go back under the green flag. Tony's on the gas, pulling down to the start-finish line as a green flag waves. Gets a real good jump out in front of Kevin Harvick as they race off to turn one. He'll lead by three car lengths as Harvick continues to wrestle with the lap car of Matt Kenseth. Harvick gets a little bit wide. They go three wide around the Kenny Schrader is in trouble as they come off turn two. Battle for the lead tightens up in lap traffic. Matt Kenseth's lap car down low will yield to Kevin Harvick in the outside lane. Now Harvick's going to go to work on Tony Stewart as Kenseth now slides back in line, gets into Harvick and drives him up the racetrack in turn four. And Kevin Harvick's going to lose a position or two before they get out of the corner. He stays in the gas, did a great job of saving that car, but Greg Biffle gets by as they work off into turn number one, and Bobby Labonte is pressing Kevin Harvick for the third place. Harvick's problems are not not over yet. He's got the lap machine of Casey Kane, then Bobby Labonte, Jimmy McMurray, and Ryan Newman in hot pursuit. Behind Labonte, you've got McMurray and Newman, also the lap car of Dale Jarrett. Then you get back to Jimmy Johnson, three wide further back. Here's Rusty Wallace down to the inside. Ken Schrader continuing to fall through the field as Wallace and Nemechek will race there for that spot. That's for the 10th position. Rusty Wallace right to the bottom of the racetrack. Gets by Joe Nemechek, gains the position. While up front, Greg Biffle's trying to chase down Tony Stewart. First, he has to get by the lap car. He's got to get past Matt Kenseth. Kenseth running right in the middle of the racetrack. Biffle trying to go to the inside lane, but hasn't got can't do anything with Kenseth. Here's Biffle. He'll follow him down the back straightaway. No one stepping out of line. Everybody in single file formation. Here's Biffle sizing up Kenseth at the entrance of the corner. But it's two car lengths between Kenseth and Biffle off turn four. The man is trying to recover and get his bearings back and get back in the fray right now. Would be Kevin Harvick. As we said, he lost an awful lot of ground up there when he got tagged by it. It looked like a, he got brushed a little bit up there by Matt Kenseth. That kicked him up out of the groove. And he's doing everything he can, Dave Moody, to get back up there. Bobby Labonte right behind him as he tries to come back to the front. 
Yeah, he's got a lap car between himself and Labonte, but that's tight racing there. That's Casey Kane's lap car up the racetrack, and Harvick's going to use the lane down low. Harvick flashes on by, leaves the lane open for Bobby Labonte to come through as well. Meanwhile, championship contenders Jeff Gordon and Kurt Busch are trapped in some heavy traffic. They're back in 17th and 18th position. Here's Elliot Sadler spinning out of control off turn number four, bounces off the inside retaining wall. The car rolls down the grassy apron here across the start-finish line, and the caution flag waves yet again. Elliot Sadler in trouble coming off turn number four. He spun down, tried to gather control. Barney, I think when he hit the grass, he lost control and bounced off that wall just across the uh, racetrack from the start-finish line. Yeah, it didn't look like he could steer the thing, and he did hit on the driver's side, but he's okay because he's still underway. He's coming back uh, up pit road right now, but he's done some heavy damage to the car. Tough break for Elliot. He had a good run going today. We're under caution. Tony Stewart right behind the caution car having a little fun with the uh, driver. I guess Buster Auten is probably driving. He put a bumper up against it, was pushing him down the front straightaway here under this caution, just kind of having a little fun there. Now they're getting the indication the green flag will come out when they come back off turn number four next time around. Check in the garage with Danielle Fry. Well, Barney, they've had a tough time trying to get this M&M Ford up on the jack stand. They've tried two times. Now they've finally got the car jacked up. It's on sitting on all four jack stands. You can probably hear them cutting away the sheet metal. Heavy damage to the left side. Elliot Sadler has gotten out of the car, but uh, is a little bit upset right now and uh, has declined to uh, to talk to us right now, uh, and understandably so because, uh, like you said, uh, he and Jeremy Mayfield, since this chase has begun, he's another one that has been snake-bitten ever since it started. Sometimes you get to the point late in the season like this morning when things go wrong, it's like, okay, let's just get this over with and uh, come back next year and start all over again. I'm sure that's the way uh, both uh, Jeremy Mayfield and Elliot Sadler feel right now. Let's check the championship point standings as we get ready to go back under the green flag. Jimmy Johnson's lead over Kurt Busch is only five points as of this moment. Jeff Gordon is third in the standings. He's 34 out. Mark Martin is fourth, 83 behind the leader. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. is back to fifth. He is uh, 94 points out of the top spot as we go back under the green flag at lap number 160. In the running order, Jimmy Johnson is running best of the contenders. He's 7th. Mark Martin is 12th. Kurt Busch is 15th. Jeff Gordon 16th. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in 19th. And the pace car is about to ease in behind the pit wall off turn number 4. We're getting ready to go back to green flag conditions. They'll take the green at lap 160, and that will leave us 107 laps yet to run in the Ford 400. Green flag is in the air. Tony Stewart, pretty good restart. He'll race again with Matt Kenseth, the first lap car down to the inside. But his big concern is going to be Greg Biffle from second place back there. Matt Kenseth beats him to the corner and will actually get back a lap. Here's Greg Biffle now trying to make his way around the left car of Dale Jarrett to get after Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart behind Matt Kenseth on the back straightaway. They race single file now, the top two in lap traffic. Stewart, three car lengths in hand over Greg Biffle through the corner. Here comes Tony Stewart trying to pull away from Greg Biffle, knowing Biffle's got a very, very strong car. Matt Kenseth did get back around him, got one of his two laps back. But now Tony Stewart's chasing him down again in turn one. Stewart looks in the rearview mirror, sees Greg Biffle five car lengths back, and decides it's time to dispense with Matt Kenseth. He'll put a wheel to the inside, but Kenseth holds him off. Can't make the move. Stewart falls in line behind Kenseth. Here's the battle for third. Kevin Harvick, Bobby Labonte, nose to tail off the end of the back straightaway. Harvick looking down to the inside of the racetrack, trying to find some room to race. Kevin has the bottom groove. Bobby Labonte's in the outside lane. Kevin by maybe a half a car length over Labonte at the front straightaway. Now they go door to door, and it looks like Bobby Labonte's going to take the spot away. And at the front of the field, it's Cole coming off turn four. Two cars get turned sideways. Travis Quapple and Casey Kane are involved. 
Quapple bounces off the outside retaining wall. Kane spins down to the inside. He's got some severe damage on the front end of his Dodge. The caution flag waves here at 162. Again, Casey Kane and Travis Quapple getting crossed up coming off turn number four. And looks like Quapple got the worst of it. Barney, we talked a few moments ago about the good day he was having, running in the 20th position at the time. And uh, that all goes out the window as he's sitting up against the wall. And safety personnel come to tend to Travis Quapple. Yeah, not a good day for him. All of a sudden right now, they jump out of the safety vehicles, run over, check on him. He's against the outside wall here at the grandstand. And apparently he is kind of pinned in there, so to speak, right now. We see the wind net is going down. He should be able to get out of the car here in just a moment. Again, it is Casey Kane and Travis Quapple having a problem right here in the front straightaway to put us under the caution flag for the eighth time. Casey Kane is heading up pit road. Anybody down there, can you tell how much damage has been done to his car? Heavy damage to the nose on that Dodge. He's driven it by his pit stall, Barney, and he, like Elliot Sadler, just went in, hooked into pit road on the turn one end, drove it back down toward turn number four, made the right-hand turn into the Nextel Cup garage. And the good news on the front straightaway after a hard hit, Travis Quapple has climbed from his Dodge, will make the walk to the ambulance and ride to the infield care center, but he's under his own power and appears to be just fine. Hard lick there for uh, Travis Quapple and his uh, run here for Penske South today at Homestead Miami Speedway comes up a little bit short as he is out at lap 162. At lap 164, some of the leaders come down the pit lane. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Uh, lap 164 for Dale Earnhardt Jr. came in 19th car, still not handling up to snuff. Joe Nemechek came in four tires in fuel for him along with Earnhardt Jr.'s teammate Martin Truex Jr. All those guys got four tires fuel and chassis adjustments. Adam? On the midsection of pit road, one taker. The Caterpillar Dodger Scott Wimmer came in. Four tires fuel. They made adjustment on an adjustment on his machine. Also in Carl Edwards, Brian Vickers was in, and Jeff Green. These drivers getting four tires fuel and adjustments at lap 164. From the Homestead Miami Speedway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. The field has just received the one-to-go signal. A couple of cars coming back down the pit lane, including Joe Nemechek and Jeff Green. Let's check in the garage. Well, Joe, we finally caught up with Casey Kane. Casey, a long day for you. Just got a little bit longer. What happened? It was just a, it was a tough day. We didn't start out too good, and I just lost it right there. I put it in the wall, and, you know, the it wasn't a good way to finish the year, but we've had a pretty good season, and, you know, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll get better over the winter and be ready for next year. How disappointing is it for you to end the season on, on this kind of note, knowing that you came so close to winning so many times? Yeah, it's disappointing we didn't win. We, uh, we came close a lot of times, just didn't get it done. But um, either way, we had a good season. The guys did a, did a good job, and we'll be better next year for sure. He does have a little bit of a half smile. He appears to be okay. He is going to go to the infield care center just as a mandatory precaution. But uh, Casey Kane... His season, certainly not how he wanted to end it today. So what the problem is for Joe Nemechek. Well, the crew's going to work on the right side of the car. They've been having some handling difficulties on that machine. They've got it cranked up on the left side, doing some work up underneath the machine. Now they're getting ready to put the left side tires back on and returning to the racetrack. Okay, they've waved off the green flag, and so we'll get the one to go again this time by as uh, Tony Stewart leads the pack back around to the start-finish line. So, again, we rack them up and uh, get the one-to-go signal with uh, 98 laps remaining in the Ford 400. We're back under the green flag now as Tony Stewart brings him back down to the start-finish line, trying to get away from the lap car of Matt Kenseth, and, of course, trying real hard to get by fast Greg Biffle. Biffle makes his way around the lap machine of Bobby Hamilton Jr. is not able to get past Matt Kenseth. So it's Stewart, the lap car of Kenseth, and Greg Biffle. 
Traffic stacking up from third on back now as Bobby Labonte trapped behind the tide ride of Bobby Hamilton Jr. Here's Hamilton. He'll give way down low. Here's Labonte, Harvick, McMurray, Johnson, and Newman all trying to find their way through. NASCAR is going to black flag Tony Stewart for the way he restarted the race. He pulled over to the inside, tried to push Matt Kenseth out of the way, didn't come up to speed in time. So black flag for Tony Stewart. Greg Biffle will be the race leader. We'll see if Tony answers the black flag. The field is in turn two. Tony Stewart comes to the back straightaway. He's still at speed down the back straightaway. No move to the pit lane. So for now, he still leads the field off the end of the back stretch. Well, we've said a couple of times that Tony Stewart hasn't made a whole lot of noise this year. I imagine he's going to make some before this race is over. Here he comes back down, and a second time, the black flag is displayed to him as he crosses the line ahead of Greg Biffle, working back into turn number one. Bobby Labonte, Kevin Harvick, and Jamie McMurray racing from third place on back. And some furious racing behind them. Inside move. Jimmy Johnson takes the spot away from Jamie McMurray. Now Ryan Newman moving into the back bumper. Ryan Newman steps up trying to make that pass as now Tony Stewart started to come to pit road, but now will stay on the racetrack. Because the caution flag is coming out for debris on the back straightaway. It's just getting crazier and crazier. The caution flag once again. Tony as uh, well, let's go back to Mike Bagley for what nearly happened over there. Well, Tony Stewart was on his way to the pit lane at about that time. A piece of debris was spotted on the back stretch right in the middle of the racetrack. It has since been picked up by Jeff Green and dropped here right on the racetrack beneath us. A big old piece of sheet metal now as everybody's found their way through. But Tony Stewart, a close call, was headed to pit road the same time the caution flag was coming out. We have had a ton of yellow flags here in the last little bit. The sixth one came out at lap 147. The seventh one came out at lap 155. Just a few laps later, the eighth caution flag at lap 162. And ten laps later, we've got another one at lap 172. Nine times today we have seen the yellow flag. Well, Tony Stewart is now coming down pit road. His crew chief, Greg Zipidelli, has had some heated discussions with NASCAR officials. Tony is not going to stop in his pit stall. He still has to... He still has to complete the pass-through penalty, so he has now made his way down to the other end of pit road. Kevin Harvick, however, is stopping for four tires and fuel, as is Brendan Gaughan, but not very happy down here in Tony Stewart's pit. As I like, like I said, Greg Cipidelli was not talking to this, just one NASCAR official, but there were four down in his pit trying to explain what happened. Now up to Winston. Jimmy Johnson gets a chassis adjustment, tops it off with fuel. It's going to be a four-tire stop working on the right side of Kurt Busch's machine. Further down pit road, Michael Waltrip with four tires and Phil had some guys in front of Adam. Greg Biffle, the leader, the guy who assumed the lead when Tony Stewart had to come down pit road, also peeled off the bank. He comes in, four tires and fuel on his Ford. Mark Martin came in, looked like fuel only for him. A couple of other cars who made their way down the pit lane at the far end. Jamie McMurray came in and Sterling Marlin also on the pit lane. Bobby Labonte stays on the racetrack and will pick up the race lead at lap 174. Here at Homestead Miami Speedway under the caution flag, Kurt Busch has now taken over the top spot in the points again. He leads Jeff Gordon by three points. He leads Jimmy Johnson by four points. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fourth in the standings. He's 83 back, and Mark Martin fifth, 111 points out of the top spot. On the racetrack, the way they're running, Jeff Gordon is fourth. Dale Jr. is eighth. Jimmy Johnson 14th. Mark Martin is 15th. 
and Kurt Busch is 24th. Here at Homestead Miami Speedway, we're getting ready to go back onto the green flag yet again after the ninth caution flag of the day. This time for Debris spotted on the back straightaway. And Bobby the Bonnie shows up as a race leader for the first time here this afternoon. He will uh, become the fifth different driver to lead the running, actually the sixth different driver to lead today's Ford 400. Ryan Newman lines up behind him in second. Rusty Wallace is third. Jeff Gordon fourth. And John Andretti is fifth. Now, a number of these guys did not come down the pit lane, and that's why you're hearing uh, some names up front that have not been there for a while. Andretti fifth. Ricky Rudd sixth. Kenny Wallace is seventh. Eighth is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Ninth is Carl Edwards. And tenth is Scott Wimmer. Martin Truex Jr. is 11th. Jeff Green is 12th. Brian Vickers, 13th. Jimmy Johnson, 14th. And Mark Martin is in 15th. 16th is Scott Riggs. 17th, Mike Wallace. Greg Biffle is 18th. Kevin Harvick, 19th. Michael Waltrip is 20th. Rest of the cars on the lead lap are Sterling Marlin, Brendan Gaughan, Jamie McMurray, Kurt Busch in 24th, Tony Stewart, 25th, and 26th place, Dale Jarrett. Pace car behind the pit wall. They come down to the line. Green flag goes in the air. Bobby Labonte's going to get his turn at the front of the field and see what he can do with the rest of the troops out there. He gets away from Ryan Newman, the second-place car, by a couple of car lengths. He'll try and put a lap car between himself and Newman. That'll be the Casey Mears machine in the lap down line. Mears has got some ideas about trying to fight his way back under Bobby Labonte. Trying to get a fender up alongside the race leader is Casey Mears, and that allows Ryan Newman to close in on the back bumper of Bobby Labonte. Here's Labonte in the high lane, trying to complete the pass around Mears, and Ryan Newman's going to lose some ground. Bobby's a little bit stronger than Casey Mears is. Holds him off for the time being as they come off turn four and come back to start finish. Further back, Jeff Gordon on the charge. He pulls to the inside of Rusty Wallace, battling there for third. Drives underneath Rusty, takes over the number three position. That'll drop kick Wallace back to fourth. Ryan Newman still trying to deal with the last car, Casey Mears. Cannot find his way around Casey Mears. He'll follow him down the backstretch, and Newman can't afford to waste any time because now that Jeff Gordon has gone around Rusty Wallace, he's starting to catch Ryan Newman, and that would be the battle for the second spot. And despite all the problems that Tony Stewart's had in the last few laps here, he is still showing back in 22nd position on the lead lap as they cross the start-finish line chasing Bobby Labonte. Ryan Newman has lost a lot of ground to him as Jeff Gordon tries to make up some on Ryan Newman. Goes to the bottom of the racetrack, moves under the lap car of Casey Mears. Now the front three are nose to tail with about five car lengths between them. Behind Jeff Gordon, the lap car of Mears. Then you get back to Rusty Wallace and John Andretti is facing a challenge now. Matt Kenseth's lap machine making the move down to his inside. Andretti's going to let him go and he'll follow him through. Further back, Dale Earnhardt Jr. in some heavy traffic, making it three wide in turn four. Ken Schrader up in the outside lane. Ricky Rudd in the middle of the racetrack and Jr. goes all the way to the bottom trying to get by. Right behind him is Mark Martin and teammate Carl Edwards in turn one. Something's got to give when they get to turn one. Dale Jr. slides underneath Ricky Rudd. Rudd now will follow the Budweiser Chevrolet. Here's Mark Martin. He too trying to make some moves down low. He gets up alongside Ken Trader and he's got some ground to make up. Dale Earnhardt Jr. brings that pack back to the corner with Ricky Rudd about a car length behind. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has kind of struggled all day long. He hasn't had track position at any given time. Sixth position for him right now trying to move around John Andretti and get back up there and bring Ricky Rudd with him as the field sweeps over to turn two. Down to the inside lane, Dale Earnhardt Jr. trying to hug the bottom. couple of lap cars ahead of him. Ricky Rudd right behind as they work off the banking in two. Ford and Chevy battle for that spot. Neither driver willing to open the inside lane, make a move down to the inside. Instead, 
will stay on the outside lane because they're still dealing with some other race cars. Matt Kenseth also slides up the line in front of Earnhardt, and that'll block his progress. Hey, what's fun is watching Tony Stewart jam that uh, car between traffic uh, machines out there on the racetrack and work his way back to the pack. He was the last car on the lead lap on this restart after being black flagged by NASCAR. He's worked his way all the way up to 17th and is trying to get some more up in turn two. I think it's safe to say that Tony Chevrolet. He's working the back bumper. Goes three wide to the inside. Dives it all the way to the inside. Now gets back in line behind Scott Riggs. Now almost tries to split the difference with Brian Vickers. Instead, he'll follow Riggs down in the low lane in turn four. We're about to have a lead change in turn one. Ryan Newman dives low on Bobby Labonte and give Ryan Newman the lead now. He immediately pulls away by two car lengths. It's Newman, Bobby Labonte, and Jeff Gordon. Gordon's got ten car lengths between himself and Labonte. That's the battle for second. Further back, John Andretti still trying to deal with some traffic, and also a couple of lap cars racing side-by-side there, so everyone decides to settle in and ride single file this time through. So Ryan Newman back to the head of the pack. He led earlier this afternoon back at lap 115, and now takes control again at lap 184, with 83 laps remaining in the Ford 400. Already pulling away from second place Bobby Labonte. He's got seven car lights in hand. Labonte an equal gap ahead of Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace. Ryan Newman's letting it fly now on the back straightaway. Opens up 10, 15 car lengths over Bobby Labonte. The front four spread out now as everyone finds their racing lines in the middle of the racetrack of three and four. The championship contenders, this is how they run. Jeff Gordon is third. He's running the best of the bunch right now. Earnhardt Jr. is sixth. Mark Martin is eighth. Back in 10th is Jimmy Johnson, and Kurt Busch is all the way back in 17th. Back at Homestead Miami Speedway, the caution flag is flying again for debris on the back straightaway. It came from Jeff Burton's car. Dave Moody? Problems going into turn number three when Casey Mears tried to make his way to Pitt Road, Joe. He had not cleared the Jeff Burton machine. They made heavy contact. The right rear tire cut down on Burton's car. He made it all the way around to turn two before the casing finally uh, went on its own, and it lies in the middle of the racing groove at the exit of turn two. And Jeff Burton is down on pit road. Jeff Burton working on the right side of the crew, rather, working on the right side of Jeff Burton's car. Just the, uh, a, lo- a long line of problems for Burton this afternoon. Got involved in one of those first cautions, damage to his car, had to go in the garage to make some repairs when the tow was knocked out. They brought him back out on the racetrack in that America Online Chevrolet, beaten and battered, and just when it looked like nothing else could go wrong, Dave Moody described the incident over in turn number two, and uh, the crew continues to work on the right side of Jeff Burton's car. Not a good end of the season for the number 30 machine as other cars make their way down pit road, and I believe the stops will begin in front of Danielle Fry. Tony Stewart being the first in on this bit of pit road, and we've said all year long and, and ever since uh, J- Tony has come over to the next Dell Cup Series, when you make him mad, you can expect him to do pretty well. The car is outstanding. No changes to the Home Depot Chevrolet. Four tires and fuel, and he is down and away. Kevin Harvick is pitting right behind him. Four tires and fuel for him. And Brendan Gaughan, four tires and fuel as well. Up to Winston. Four tires and fuel for the machine of Jeff Gordon. Same thing for Ryan Newman. Bobby Labonte is going to pull out behind Newman. He's been behind Labonte. is going to be a drag race between teammates Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon. Johnson's going to win that race. Kurt Busch just completing his service. Four tires and fuel to the Budweiser Chevy. Four tires and fuel to the midsection and Adam. Right side tires only for Greg Biffle, who's been good all afternoon. Scott Riggs, a two-tire change. He got left side tires. It was two tires as well for the Rusty Wallace machine. Good stop for Jamie McMurray, who came down pit road. Mike Wallace also brought his machine down, and Scott Wimmer came in as well. And looks like Bobby Labonte is going to beat everybody back off pit road. We'll set the running order for you in a minute. 
Getting ready to go back to green real quick. Mark Martin, Martin Truex Jr., Sterling Marlin, Michael Waltrip, and Rusty Wallace are the top five. And right now, let's take a moment and update where the Coca-Cola racing family of drivers are currently running. Brought to you by Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. Michael Waltrip is fourth. Greg Biffle is seventh. Bobby Labonte is tenth. In fifteenth, Tony Stewart. Ricky Rudd is 18th, 19th is Kurt Busch, 20th is Kevin Harvick, 21st is Dale Jarrett, and 37th is Elliott Sadler. That's a quick look at where the Coca-Cola racing family of drivers are currently running as we approach lap 195. Again, the championship point standings. Jimmy Johnson ahead of Kurt Busch now by four points. Keeps changing here, of course, as the position has changed on the racetrack. Jeff Gordon is third, six points out of the lead. Mark Martin is up to fourth, only nine points back. That's nine points among the top four drivers. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has fallen to fifth. He is 60 points out of the top spot. This chase for the NASCAR Nextel Cup is getting more and more exciting as we come down to the wire here today in the final race of the year. We'll be 72 laps to go in the Ford 400 as the field follows a pace car up into turn number four. And Mark Martin did not come down the pit lane. That's why he is the leader at this point. Martin Truex Jr. behind him. With Sterling Marlin, Michael Waltrip, and Rusty Wallace. Rest of the guys in the top five. Everyone looks there to see when that green waves. It's out. Here they come. Mark Martin on the gas, and that Viagra Ford begins pulling away from Martin Truex as they race up into turn one. Truex in hot pursuit, but he won't be able to deal with the lap car. Again, it's Matt Kenseth on the bottom of the racetrack. Truex will have to follow him as Mark Martin gets away. Further back, they're wheel-to-wheel back there with Jamie McMurray and Rusty Wallace just outside the top five now. McMurray's got to get back in line. And further back, here's Jeff Gordon, almost going to make it three wide. Getting bottled up behind Jimmy Johnson. you got Johnson, Gordon, Labonte, Earnhardt, and others stacked up there off the end of the back straightaway. Jeff Gordon has been really frustrated here for the last hour on every restart. He hasn't had any kind of a track position up there to get up there and get in the top five and maybe pick up some points. He's scrambling again as they go off to turn number one to get out of 11th position. Down to the inside and they're going to encounter the lap car of Kent Schrader that comes up in line right in front of Jimmy Johnson. And that's the opening that Gordon's been waiting for. Making the move down low is Gordon. Schrader up to the top, and now Johnson trying to make the move down low. Move, move by Hendrick teammates. Jeff Gordon gets by. Lane is left open for Jimmy Johnson. He opens the door for Bobby Labonte as well, who slips down to the inside to get by Ken Schrader. Everybody making their way underneath the Schrader car. Next in line will be a hard-charging Tony Stewart as he goes low on Kenny Schrader. Jeff Gordon now goes to work on Ryan Newman. Side-by-side, Chevy and Dodge, wheel-to-wheel, dead heat at the entrance to three. Gordon, though, with a fender out in front. Newman rallies back on the outside lane. Side-by-side, they work their way through turns three and four. Jeff Gordon down to the inside. Ryan Newman in a high groove. It's almost a dead heat as they hit the front straightaway and race down to turn number one. Who's going to win this battle as they hit the corner over in turn two? It's Ryan Newman in the outside lane by about a half a car length. Jeff Gordon breaks out the show. And that's soon to be a four-man fight. Bobby Labonte and Jimmy Johnson waiting in the wings to take over that spot as they come to the entrance to the corner. And the caution flag will greet them when they come back off turn four for the 11th time this afternoon. Debris on the surface. We've had a lot of that here today. And once again, it slows down the field in the running of the Ford 400. Mark Martin, the leader. Was able to get away from Martin Truex Jr., Sterling Marlin, Rusty Wallace, and Michael Walter, but there was some fierce racing going on back there 
between uh, championship contenders Jeff Gordon and uh, Jimmy Johnson. Bobby Labonte, who's not a championship contender, but he was in the thick of that battle, which uh, became nearly three wide a couple of times. Well, with Mark Martin up in the lead right now, can we check the points and see where he, if he can hang on up there and stay somewhere in that range? It's got to move him up a spot or two, I think. Well, he's in the fourth position, only 14 points out of the lead. It's so close at this point. Kurt Busch, as of this moment, leads by four over Jeff Gordon. Jimmy Johnson is third, eight points back. Mark Martin is fourth, 14 out. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fifth. 71 points out of the lead. Let's check our mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. So far today, we've seen seven lead changes among five drivers. This is the 10th caution flag in the Ford 400. Cars in the garage include Mike Bliss, Shane Meal, Greg Sachs, and Hermie Sadler. Also, Casey Kane back there, although he's come back out of the garage. Jeff Burton spent some time back there. He, too, has come back out to join the event. Cars currently on the lead lap. We're showing 26 of them with Mark Martin currently as the race leader. This mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. Ryan Newman was in the lead at the official halfway mark of today's race. He wins the $10,000 MBNA mid-race leader award. If Ryan goes on to win the race as well, MBNA will award an additional $10,000 bonus. If that bonus goes unclaimed, it grows by $5,000 each week. And I guess that's a moot point now because this is the last week. Uh, anyway, if he wins the mid-race leader award and the race, he'll pick up an additional $10,000. Pit Road is a busy place right now. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. Track bar adjustment, four tires and fuel, trying to pack it full on the Dale Earnhardt Jr. car. Michael Waltrip just pulls away. Behind him, Martin Truex Jr., four tires and fuel there. To the midsection, cars were in front of Adam Alexander. Scott Riggs, fuel only. The same for Ricky Rudd. Mark Martin comes down. Four tires, fuel for him. Sterling Marlin was on the pit lane. They top off the fuel tank. Scott Wimmer also making a stop at lap 200. Danielle? Fuel only for Tony Stewart and Kevin Harvick. Others that made stops at lap 200 included Jeff Green and Kenny Wallace. And that was just a fuel-only stop for quite a few of the cars that dived on the pit road, and we still have 67 laps to go. Shouldn't be more than a lap or so before we'll get ready to go back to green. As we told you, we gave you the front five, Rusty Wallace, Jamie McMurray, Jeff Gordon, Greg Biffle, and Ryan Newman. Back in six now on this restart when it comes will be Bobby Labonte, Jimmy Johnson seventh, Carl Edwards eighth, Kurt Busch ninth, Scott Riggs tenth, John Andretti eleventh, Dale Jarrett twelfth, Brendan Gaughan thirteenth, Brian Vickers fourteenth, Tony Stewart continues to knock them off one by one. He had his share of problems a little bit earlier when uh, NASCAR penalized him, sent him to pit road. But now he's back up to 15th. Kevin Harvick is 16th. Ricky Rudd, 17th. Scott Wimmer hangs in there in the top 20 all day long. Had a good run, good pit work. I think they just made a fuel stop on him. He is 18th. Michael Waltrip's up to 19th. Kenny Wallace is 20th. Give uh, 21st to Sterling Marlin. Mark Martin's all the way back to 22nd. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has been a frustrating day for Dale Jr. He's 23rd. Martin Truex Jr. is 24th. And Jeff Green is 25th. What would it mean to some of these guys to win the championship this year? You talk to any of them, they tell you about uh, following the sport for all of their life as kids and all, looking up to some of the heroes of NASCAR racing and hoping one day they could be here with an opportunity to do it. Jimmy Johnson. The championship at this level is all that I've ever wanted since I was a kid. It's growing up in Southern California, racing in the deserts. All I would do is watch, and at the time it was Jeff winning his championships. And I thought, how in the world am I going to get there? I'm out here in the Nevada desert. It's 120 degrees, beating around in an off-road truck, and that's where I want to be. How do I get there? So I've, I've worked and sacrificed a lot like everyone else, um, you know, given everything that I've ever had for it, and I want to be a champion.
Jimmy, Jeff, and several others are on pit road. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Jeff Gordon, they're going to top it off with fuel. They think they may be within their window. They're going to change the right side tires, wheel around to the left side of the car. Fuel only the call on Jimmy Johnson hitting just in front of him. Kurt Busch's car getting four tires in fuel. Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes back down, tops it off with fuel. So it's going to be Johnson, Earnhardt Jr., Gordon, Kurt Busch in that order. And a little bit of pit strategy being played out there among those cars as they get ready to go back to green here in maybe another lap or so. And they should be in the fuel window, Joe. They'll have 63 laps to go, and they're under caution. They're not going to use that much gas. Could very well do it. But, of course, the way things have gone this afternoon, we've had so many cautions to pop out. Good opportunity that uh, a good chance it will have uh, that to happen later on in this race as well. For Jeff Gordon, we're talking about uh, wanting to win a championship. He's done it four times before. It said even though he's done it four times, you still have that desire. He wants to win number five. I've accomplished more than I ever dreamed that I, I, I would ever accomplish in, in this uh, series or in, in racing in general. And, uh, you know, having those championships, I'm not in a, a need to win or need to win a championship um, situation. I'm in a pure desire, want you know, and, and and that's what is driving me. I, I've I've experienced what it's like to win, you know, championships. I know how awesome it is. I know how special it is. And 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 this team, you know, has has worked really hard to get to this point, And we're going to work extremely hard all day on Sunday to to try to get number five. And it's been about the drive for five for us this year. And for Kurt Busch, of course, a dream come true if he could pull it off. Well, as a kid growing up, you see things and everything's fun and, and it's a goal that you have set forth when you really don't know what it takes to put everything together. And we're having fun doing it. And that, that's what I think is the biggest key. When you're a kid, you're always having fun. At this level, you have to have fun to have success and to enjoy it. And it really would mean a, a tremendous amount for our team to be able to piece something like this together. To go into the record books, it's such a tough year for our sport in general and just all the different transitions that uh, we have seen as well it would really put an exclamation point around Kurt Busch and the Sharpie team. Right now, Kurt Busch is the leader in the points by six. Over Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson is third, 18 back. Dale Hart Jr. is fourth, 112 back. And Mark Martin has fallen to fifth. He's 153 points out of the top spot. Field works around this uh, Homestead-Miami Speedway under the caution flag as uh, we're waiting for cleanup to be complete there on the back straightaway. It's uh, not too soon now to be thinking about 2005 and the Daytona 500. Speedweek's tickets are on sale at the World Center of Racing. You can also find out more and make your ticket plans by calling 1-800-PIT-SHOP. That's 1-800-748-7467. Or check them out online at 1-800-PITSHOP.com. Check around the turns and see how cleanup efforts are progressing over there. Turns one and two, Dave Moody. Set to go, Barney. Everything clean and green, ready to go back to the green flag here momentarily. Mike Bagley. Well, they're just checking on some of the caution lights over here, Barney, and uh, right now the safety trucks are pulling away, so shouldn't be that much longer over here in three and four. 62 laps remain to be run here. Rusty Wallace is the leader. Jamie McMurray is second. Greg Biffle third. Ryan Newman fourth. Bobby Labonte is fifth. Back in sixth is Carl Edwards, and seventh is John Andretti. Eighth is Dale Jarrett. Brendan Gaughan is ninth, and Brian Vickers is twen- tenth. Let's go down to Adam Alexander. 62 laps to go. Rusty Wallace, the leader. Larry Carter, the crew chief. You guys came in at 192. How close is it on fuel? Can you go the distance? you got to come one more time. No, we won't be able to make it from here. We'll have to come in and make a stop and get some fuel. But uh, the way it's been going today, they're kind of counting on some more cautions coming out, so we'll just see. How important is that being out front and having the track position at this stage of the race? 
Well, it looks like everybody who's been out front today has been really fast and been able to stay up near the front. So, I mean, I, you know, track position has been really important today, it looks like. Larry Carter, crew chief for Rusty Wallace, going for his second win in 2004. Championship contenders are back in the pack now because uh, all of those guys came in uh, and made a pit stop there under that caution flag. Mark Martin is the best running of those. He's in 18th. Jimmy Johnson's back in 22nd. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 23rd. Jeff Gordon is 24th. And Kurt Busch is shown back in the 25th position. The race leader is Rusty Wallace. As they come working off turn four, let's see if we get the one-to-go signal this time by. As they line up uh, coming off the corner, Rusty Wallace, Jamie McMurray, Greg Biffle, Ryan Newman, and Bobby Labonte. That is the top five, and indeed they will get the one-to-go signal. The green is indeed coming this time as they come rolling off turn number four. Pace car hits the pit lane, and Rusty Wallace gets in the gas. Here's Matt Kenseth pulling up alongside, trying to challenge there. Jamie McMurray may challenge for the lead. McMurray up on the outside lane as Rusty Wallace makes his way past the Matt Kenseth machine. Here comes McMurray. Full head of steam on the outside, right behind Rusty Wallace. Wallace slides wide to block McMurray. See what McMurray does this time. Will he go to the inside? Will he go to the outside? At the end of the back straightaway, he'll stay in the tire tracks of Rusty Wallace. Matter of fact, Rusty's going to open it up to about a three-car length lead. Ryan Newman is the man scrambling back there in fourth place, trying to get around Greg Biffle as they hit the front straightaway also. That's been a pretty good race as they work their way back down into the corner. Ryan not making up much ground this time as they chase leader Rusty Wallace. Greg Biffle actually puts the Matt Kenza flap car between himself and Ryan Newman. Biffle now up to third and beginning to close in. Further back, Tony Stewart dies for the bottom of the racetrack in turn two. Goes three wide with lap traffic. Now, here's Stewart racing side-by-side side with John Andretti. They are still wheel-to-wheel in the corner. That is a race for the eighth position, and Stewart is sawing on that wheel, chopping his way through the field, determined to show he's got a car that can win, even though he had to answer a black flag. Further back, here's Jeff Gordon working down on the inside. He'll go three wide in turn one. Touchy situation for the championship contender. It's Gordon on the bottom. Jimmy Johnson three wide on the outside. Everybody trying to squeeze through in two. Jeff Gordon, bold move down to the inside. Three wide through two rows of traffic. And now he and Jimmy Johnson end up side by side. Mark Martin and Kurt Busch as well follow them through as the championship contenders are knotted up in turn four. It's all the way back there in 17th and 18th position. Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson. And they still go at it here in the front straightaway as they head off into one. They're still going at it. And we've got a new second place driver. Greg Biffle has made his way underneath Jimmy McMurray. He begins to chase down the leader. Following Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson through turns one and two. Here's Johnson. Going to make the move around the outside of Michael Waltrip. Jeff Gordon will change lanes. Fall in line behind Johnson. All of this going on around the Michael Waltrip Napa Chevrolet in turn three. Jimmy Johnson's now up to the 16th position. He and Jeff Gordon right along in tandem. Jeff right behind him in 17th. Sterling Marlin then separates them from other championship contenders. Mark Martin, Kurt Busch, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Side by side, right in front of them. It'll be the, uh, on the outside lane, it'll be the Brian Rivers machine. Shane Neal down low, holding up those drivers trying to come to the front. All the while at the end of the back straightaway, Bobby Labonte makes the move to the inside of Ryan Newman there, side by side in turn four. Door to door, come out of the corner, down to the bottom of the racetrack is Bobby Labonte. Outside groove belongs to Ryan Newman. Bobby's had a good day. He's about to lose the spot, though, as they go to one. Bobby Labonte loses the spot to Ryan Newman. Newman around the outside, picks up the position. He will go to the number four spot as they race to the back track. Battle for the lead, tightening up. Rusty Wallace, two car lengths ahead of Greg Biffle. Those two have about four, maybe five, over Jamie McMurray, who rides in third. Greg Biffle had the hardest, or the, uh, 
toughest car here in the half, first half of today's race, if we can get that out. And apparently it's still pretty doggone tough. He is chasing down Rusty Wallace as they cross the start-finish line with 54 laps to go. Rusty Wallace beginning to feel the heat from Greg Biffle now. Biffle just a couple of car lengths back, a bit further back. Bobby Labonte right back on the rear bumper of the Ryan New Machine. Newman Machine makes a move to the inside. Ryan Newman, Bobby Labonte, single file. and Look back, here's Joe Nemechek racing with some other cars. And even further back behind them, Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson really getting with the program. Here's Gordon making the move around Johnson. And now Mark Martin as well going to work on the Jimmy Johnson car. As the final laps wind down here at Homestead, Miami to close out the next Hell Cup season for 2004, the racing seems to get more furious every lap. But Rusty Wallace is the leader. 219 laps on the board. Rusty Wallace had a little breathing room a moment ago. Greg Biffle took that away in a hurry. Probably his breath too, Barney. He is right there on the back bumper. Rusty Wallace then just sticks back to Greg Biffle. Waiting for Greg Biffle to make a move down here in three and four. He's been using the inside. He's been using the middle, even the top side. But so far, Rusty Wallace has been able to keep him at bay. There are now 47 laps to go as they come back to the start-finish line. Let's check the championship point standings. Kurt Busch leads by two over Jeff Gordon. He leads by five over Jimmy Johnson. And he leads by 70 over Mark Martin. Dale Hart Jr. is fifth now, 74 points out of the top spot. The battle for the lead on in turn two. Greg Biffle looking to the inside, tries to make the move on Rusty Waller. Trying to squeeze it down to the inside, can't do it, can't get alongside the Miller Lite Dodge. Here he is again at the entrance of the corner. Again, Biffle slides up the racetrack. They're two car lengths apart in four. Cars are about equal up in three and four. It seems when they get down to turns one and two that Greg might have a little bit of an advantage trying to get underneath Rusty Wallace. Just a couple of car lengths separate the two as they go back over to turn two. Rusty with the point, trying to hug the bottom of the racetrack. Now begins to drift up midway through the turn. That allows Biffle to close in right in on the back bumper off two. Greg Biffle very strong in two. They're even on the back straightaway and in three and four. Here's Biffle. Again, going to work on the race leader. Rusty will dive deeper into the corner and put two car lengths between himself and Biffle. Got a battle shaping up for the fourth position as well. Ryan Newman has that spot, working to try to clear himself of some lap traffic. Right behind him is Bobby Labonte pouring on the steam. That again for the fourth spot. They cross the start-finish line and work back up to turn one. Bobby Labonte, the tail end of that four-car draft. Three of them racing for position. Labonte running the highest on the racetrack. Jamie McMurray at the front of the pack running right on the bottom. Those leaders come to the back straightaway. McMurray in third. Got Bobby Labonte in fourth. Ryan Newman in there as well. Newman around Labonte. And they all make their way around the lap car of Matt Kenseth at the entrance to the corner. And again, a scramble for the lead off turn number four. Gets even tighter. Greg Biffle tried to come around on the outside of Rusty Wallace when they came off the corner. Couldn't pull it off. They're back over in turn one. Biffle has thrown everything at Rusty Wallace, but yesterday's newspaper, he's tried him high. He's tried him low. Rusty will not yield. Biffle will try low again. Nothing there off turn two. Battle for the lead. Stay single file a nose to tail. No one stepping out of line. This time by one lap ago, Jeff Green up in smoke in turn number four. Jeff Green pulled his car down to the inside of the racetrack. A lot of smoke from the Cheerios Dodge. That is causing the caution flag to wave yet again. Lap 223. The caution coming out for a problem for Jeff Green. Let's go back to Mike Bagley. A lot of smoke from behind his Dodge. Joey came into turn three and all of a sudden a big puff of smoke began to billow from out behind his machine. He was in the high lane of the racetrack and he eventually pulled it down to the inside, obviously off the pace. Jeff was uh, actually having a pretty decent day here this afternoon in that uh, machine. He was running in the 27th position at the time that he blew there, but had been uh, considerably better for a good part of this afternoon. They announced at Petty Enterprises that they'll be running uh, Everham Motorsports engines going into 
2005, and I'm sure that will help solve problems like we're seeing here now for Jeff Green. So here's the situation. We are at lap 224. There are 43 laps remaining. Championship contenders are in 10th. That is Jeff Gordon. Jimmy Johnson is 14th. Mark Martin is 15th. Kurt Busch is 17th. And Dale Hart Jr. is 20th. And where they stand as far as the points, Kurt Busch leads by 8 over Jeff Gordon. 14 back is Jimmy Johnson in 3rd. Mark Martin is 4th, 76 back. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 5th, 86 back. So let's check on Pit Road to find out what pit strategies are being planned. Brought to you by Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. If it's good enough for NASCAR, it's good enough for your car. Winston Kelly. Well, the guys were good to go on fuel, at least the three on this end of pit road that we've been tracking most closely. Kurt Busch, Jimmy Johnson, and Jeff Gordon, also Dale Earnhardt Jr. They thought they were going to be close, but their handling condition, that's the last thing that they were worried about. Just talking to some of the crews that had not said anything on the radio, but it looks like everybody's going to come down and change four tires. If we'd been near to the end of the race, Rather than 42 laps out, I believe they would have left them out there for track position, but these fresh tires are going to be critical. So I look for them to come down pit road, but the key is going to be who's going to go two, who's going to go none, who's going to go four. I'm looking for some two-tire stops. How about the midsection, Adam? Guys who I definitely think will be on pit road here, Winston, Greg Biffle, Rusty Wallace, and Jamie McMurray. The top three last pitted at lap 192, and all are desperate for fuel, so they will come down the pit lane for sure. Other guys who are somewhat questionable will be those guys that came in at lap 200 to 202, guys like Ricky Rudd, Mark Martin, and Scott Riggs, uh, Sterling Marlin, and Scott Wimmer, the other guys who came in around lap 200 to 202. But I would anticipate, like you, tires being at a premium, over 40 laps to go. We'll see everybody come down for some kind of pit stop here. Danielle? Adam, add also Tony Stewart and Kevin Harvick to that questionable list. They also came down on lap 200, but Kevin Harvick's crew is just kind of sitting on the pit wall. No action, as is uh, Tony Stewart's uh, crew. Not a lot of action in his pit stall, but Brendan Gaughan last came down on lap 194. He's having an outstanding run today, currently in the sixth position, but uh, they're looking like they are going to come down because he had last stopped on lap 194, and they were going to be a little bit short on fuel. These pit stops will be made at lap 226, and that'll give us 41 laps to go as we look up toward turn number four. Looks like just about everybody that's up in that lead pack will make an appearance on pit road here. So let's go down to Daniel Fry. Well, the first in on this end of pit road is Brian Vickers, Barney. Also, Brendan Gaughan. We had just mentioned he had last came in on lap 194. The Ray Bestest rookie candidate having a great run as the 2004 season comes to an end. Chassis adjustment on the uh, on his judge. Right side tires only for Brendan Gaughan. Also, Carl Edwards is in. It's a four-tire stop for him. And Brian Vickers makes us an appearance on pit road as well. How about in front of you, Winston? Any takers? Well, the big news is the guys that didn't come down pit road, including... Jeff Gordon, he was a man on a mission the last time. Car just a little bit tight, but he opted to stay out. Not so for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Michael Waltrip, they get four tires in fuel, four tires for Bobby Labonte. He's been better on the four-tire situation, a little bit loose, so he made a chassis adjustment. But Bush, Johnson, and Jeff Gordon all electing to stay on the racetrack for track position. Adam? Mark Martin stayed out on the midsection of pit road, the ones who came down. Greg Biffle was in. He got four tires and fuel. Also joining him on the pit lane, Jamie McMurray came down pit road to make a stop. And uh, I believe that's all we had here on the midsection of pit road. So that's the situation. There are 41 laps remaining to be run. Let's go down to pit road and check up on some stories first. Winston Kelly. Well, let's talk to Robbie Loomis, the crew chief on Jeff Gordon's machine. He was hauling the mail that last time. Understand the car was just a little bit tight, but that guy just got up on the wheel. What's he saying about the car, and how about the call to stay out of it? 
DuPont Chevrolet has been getting better and better all day. The closer we get in front, get clean air on the nose. Jeff Gordon, like you were talking, you know, you hand him the ball. And, uh, you know, we just got to have a good day here. Good Lord willing, we're going to bring this championship home. We're glad to have Mr. Hendrick here with us today. No worries about making it all the way on fuel now. Yeah, it's going to be tight, but it looked like we were a lap or two to the good side for sure. And all these cautions add to it. So, you know, we just we got to have that track position. It's real important here at Homestead. What a great place. At one time, Mark Martin would have been the sentimental favorite, but right now I believe it's Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson with Rick Hendrick sitting here in the Jeff Gordon pit. Now let's go down to the midsection and Adam. Well, we were hoping to get a word with Pat Trice crew chief for Mark Martin. He's running in the ninth position, but a problem has developed. Fell a left front tire going down. I believe one of the other drivers on the track spotted the incident. So Mark Martin going to bring his car down the pit lane. They played the pit, uh, pit strategy game. We're going to stay on the racetrack, but it doesn't come out. So Mark Martin going to be forced to come come down in the latter stages. Danielle? Adam, Tony Stewart is currently running in the second position. Greg Zipidelli, the crew chief, you guys last stopped on lap 200. Can you make it on fuel? Yeah, we're fine. This uh, Home Depot Chevrolet can go the rest of the way. Just kind of have to play it out now and see what, um, you know, if we get a caution with 20 to go or something, that'll be 30 or 35 laps on our tires. That'll be the, the decision to make at that time. But um, I, everybody, I believe, on pit road here now can make it to the end. So um, I'd like to see one long green run. You guys received a penalty from NASCAR a couple of laps earlier. What was the explanation that you received from them on why you received that penalty? Um, I was just on the restart and where he was and, and uh, was weaving, I guess. It didn't take off. Um, I know they had warned us about him um, staying closed up in that group. And then, um, I'll be honest with you, I, I really not quite sure what 100% of what that was. I, I believe it was for weaving, but officials didn't know. We just we took our penalty, um, put our tires on, and uh, we worked our way back to the front. And they have bounced back quite nice, nicely, running in the second position right now. And Mark Martin was just back on pit road. Well, we talked about the fact he had a tire going down, Barney, so he came down the pit lane. They changed all four tires, sent him on his way. Tough break for Mark Martin, who played the pit strategy game, had a solid run going here in the top ten of the latter stages. But unfortunately, this pit stop going to put him back in the pack for the restart. Looks like cleanup efforts are about concluded here, so we should be going back to green. In fact, they should get the indication this time by. They're open turn three right now. When they come down to the start-finish line, should be one more lap, and we'll go back to green. Ryan Newman is the leader. Tony Stewart second. Dale Jarrett's third. Kevin Harvick is fourth. Jeff Gordon would be fifth. Ricky Rudd sixth. Scott Wimmer seventh. Jimmy Johnson eighth. Sterling Marlin ninth. Kurt Busch would be tenth. Martin Truex Jr. eleventh. Scott Riggs twelfth. Kenny Wallace thirteenth. Rusty Wallace fourteenth. And Brendan Gaughan make up the top 15 as we get down to the concluding laps. There are 38 left to be run, 37 when we get the indication going back to green. So it uh, doesn't look too good for Mark Martin's chances of winning a championship. Of course, he was the farthest back when we came into the race here this afternoon. But Mark, uh, having a very good attitude about himself, says he's happy with his season even if he doesn't win the title. Well, we're 102 behind, but uh, anything can happen. I'm incredibly proud of of our team and and of our performance this year it's been one of the biggest honors of my career to be a part of this chase and to be competitive in it as well so i'm really grateful for the way things have turned out for jack roush uh, uh hooking me up with pat trison and you know for the effort that's been put forth there have been times when you know i wish we could have had uh, a little bit more uh, good fortune but as far as the performance goes, I've been um, been very pleased. It's been more than I could have expected. Mark Martin currently fifth in the championship point standings. He is 131 out. Up front, though, it's his teammate Kurt Busch who leads at this moment by five points over Jeff Gordon. 
Jimmy Johnson is third, 15 back, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fourth, 96 points back. And what happens in this next segment of Green Flag Racing, Barney could very well make the difference in who the 2004 Nextel Cup Series champion is. Well, we're about to find out. The fans come to their feet as the cars move up into turns three and four, anticipating a restart this time around. As we, we gave you the top 15, let's run a little bit further back real quick. Earnhardt Jr. is 16th, Michael Waltrip 17th, Mike Wallace 18th, Carl Edwards 19th, and Greg Biffle is 20th. Here they come down to the line, and let's hope this thing can stay green to the checkered flag. Green is in the air. Ryan Newman tries to get gone from Tony Stewart and Dale Jarrett as they race over to turn two. Newman's going to have to deal with the car on the inside line. That's the Joe Nemechek machine. Not only can he deal with him, Nemechek actually has a nose out in front. Newman now finally gets it going, and he'll pull away. Newman powers by on the outside the car of Joe Nemechek. Tony Stewart. Stewart trying to do the same. Further back, Jeff Gordon weaving his way in and out of traffic, climbing to the high side of the lap car of Ken Schrader in turn three. Gordon dropped down to the inside of uh, the Kevin Harvick car, blasted by him, pulled down to the low side of Ricky Rudd's lapped car, blasted by him as well. And Jeff Gordon on a mission, closing in on the front of the field. Further back, teammate Jimmy Johnson as well, chopping his way through traffic in turn two. Goes to the high side of the lap car of Kenny Schrader. Joe, uh, Joe, Jimmy Johnson, that is, and Kurt Busch all around the outside of the lap traffic as they now stack them three wide further back. Jimmy Johnson, Kurt Busch find their way through along with Sterling Marlin. Well, it didn't take this field long to spread out a wee bit as they put them back under green just two laps ago. Rusty Wallace still has a, a, a ways to go to get back up there, chasing Ryan Newman. Tony Stewart's getting real close in turn two. Stewart's down, got it down to about two car lengths, the deficit over Ryan Newman. He's chasing it down, now down to one car both drivers now with the pedal to the metal as Ryan Newman looks back and sees the orange Chevrolet of Tony Stewart looming larger in the rearview mirror as they work their way through the corner. Tightening up indeed as they come back off turn number four, the race for the lead with Tony Stewart trying to prove something here this afternoon. He's right up on the bumper now, within a car length at least, of Ryan Newman tightening up even more and going for it in one. Down to the bottom of the racetrack. Here comes Tony Stewart. Ryan Newman drifts up the banking but keeps the momentum and keeps the lead for the moment. But Stewart is there. He's trying to hound him for the lead midway down the back straightaway at the entrance to the corner. Newman with a higher line. Stewart just drives it deep into the turn. He's going to try to make the move for the lead in turn four. Tell you what, somebody needs to make Tony Stewart mad every race the way he is running right now. Just can't get that lead away from Ryan Newman. The laps wind down to 32 to go, but he is there in turn two. Two tough customers, white knuckles on the wheel right now. It's Ryan Newman up high. Tony Stewart near contact as they almost got together in two. Ryan Newman sliding off the corner on the high lane. Stewart right there on his back bumper, racing for the lead here at Homestead. Stewart again deep into the corner on the rear deck. now trying to squeeze it down to the inside. Stewart tries to get a fender alongside Ryan Newman for the top spot off turn number four. Finally, he gets up alongside. They are side by side at the line. Stewart with the advantage going to one. Tony Stewart takes over the lead, but Ryan Newman may not be done yet. He gets the crossover move in turn two. It's Newman back to the inside for the lead. Rolls reverse now as Stewart sliding up the racetrack. They bounce off each other on the back straightaway. Newman is there. Stewart on the outside. Drag racing off the end of the back straightaway. Newman though sliding up the racetrack. Oh! 
almost making contact with, with Stewart. Nobody is going to give an inch in this one. They come down to the line. The laps will go down to just 30 to go. Ryan Newman down to the inside. Tony Stewart on the outside. And this is for the lead. And it's been that way for five laps. They go back over to turn two. Nothing to hold back for. They've got all winter to fix them on the outside. Tony Stewart powers around. Ryan Newman to the lead. Finally, he grabs the lead on the back straightaway. But Newman's not done yet. He is right there. A half a car length behind them. As they've been racing for the lead, third place, Jeff Gordon's been chopping down the distance, trying to catch the front two. Yeah, Dale Jarrett's got the UPS Ford wound up. He's in this battle as well now as he pulls up on the rear deck of second place, Ryan Newman. Stewart leads him off to turn one. Stewart's lead, just half a car length. Newman still right there, trying to regroup for another chance at it. Stewart drifts a little high. Newman takes a look low, can't make the move. Now it's a three-man fight as Dale Jarrett joins the fray. The UPS Ford is the tail-end car on this three-car battle. Stewart, Newman, Jarrett, single file, about a car length apart each as they work through the corner. And trying to run down the front three is Jeff Gordon, trying to gain another spot or two and maybe have a chance to win the next tail cup. He's still got time to get up there and do it. 28 laps to go. Gordon is just a little over a second behind the front three. And every position at this point could mean the difference. Jeff Gordon trying to chase him down. The battle at the front has settled down further back. Jimmy Johnson scrambling for another spot as he goes after Kevin Harvick. Trying to squeeze it down to the inside. Jimmy Johnson had the run coming off turn two, but instead he has to follow Kevin Harvick's tire tracks, and Kurt Busch is about a car length behind Johnson. Jeff Gordon needs to advance at least one more position to have a chance to win this thing because of the way the other players are running. Kurt Busch right now leads by four over Jeff Gordon. Jimmy Johnson is third. He's 15 back. Dylan Hart Jr. is fourth. 100 points back. And on the racetrack, this is the way they're running right now. Gordon's fourth. Johnson is sixth. Kurt Busch is eighth. Earnhardt Jr. is 16th. And Mark Martin is back in the 20th position. Up front, that race for the lead is not over yet. Tony Stewart's up there with the top spot, but Ryan Newman is trying to regain the lead. Coming back down to the line, just two car links separate those two with now 26 laps to go. Into turn number one they come. It's Tony Stewart, less than a car length on Ryan Newman. A long gap back to Jeff Gordon. He's got a lot of work to do to gain another spot, and Kurt Busch is going to work on Harvick again, trying to get another position in hand. Ford and Chevy race for that position there. Kurt had a fender up alongside there momentarily. Had to get back in line. He'll follow Harvick off the end of the back straightaway. Off turn four and back into the front straightaway. The fans have not been able to sit down here for the last 15 or 20 laps or for the better part of the day for the most part. Tony Stewart hanging on to the lead. Ryan Newman trying to take it away. 25 laps to go. Laps are flying by. There are 21 to go. Here's the situation. Ryan Newman is the leader. Tony Stewart is second. Dale Jarrett is third. The uh, points contenders, Jeff Gordon is up to fourth. Jimmy Johnson is fifth. Ricky Rudd's just having a great day. Ricky is sixth. Kurt Busch has picked up two positions since they went back to green after the last caution flag. He is up to seventh. Greg Biffle is eighth. Brendan Gaughan is ninth. Kevin Harvick is tenth. Rusty Wallace is eleventh. Scott Wimmer's twelfth. Sterling Marlin's thirteenth. Scott Riggs is fourteenth. And Martin Truex Jr. is fifteenth. And, Joe, we've been talking about all day long about the points championship. There are just so many guys that have really needed to get the season winding down and come away with a good run here today. Dale Jarrett's one of those, Ricky Rudd's another, and a half a dozen other guys. Yeah, a lot of guys uh, looking for a little success here at the end of the season. Championship contenders, if things stay the way they are right now, Kurt Busch is going to win this thing. He leads by 12 points over Jeff Gordon. Jeff doing all he can to pick up another couple of spots to have a chance here. Uh, Jimmy Johnson as well trying to come up. 
Again, Jeff is 12 out. Jimmy Johnson is 14 out. And we're within the final 20 laps of today's race. So they're going to have to have a combination of something happening to Kurt Busch and those two guys moving up a little bit at this stage of the race to have a chance at beating him for the championship. And Winston Kelly, a uh, word from uh, Jeff's crew, that uh, car's not handling real well right now? Well, it's been a little bit tight all day long, and it really gotten up on the wheel and made a lot of ground up under that last green flag run. He had made up some ground when the three guys up ahead of him were battling for the lead or chasing each other down. But that car just continues to get tighter and tighter. He's holding on to it. But like you said, those guys, he and Jimmy Johnson, are both going to need something to happen to Kurt Busch. And Dave Moody, as he works his way around this racetrack, watching Kurt Busch, he's been awfully tough all day long as he comes down there one more time. The only thing happening to Kurt Busch, Marty, is that he's passing cars. He's moved past Ricky Rudd. He's got Greg Biffle looming large in the rear view mirror. But Busch right now on an open racetrack, and he's got all the race car he seems to need. Kurt Busch has definitely gotten up on the wheel here in the last few laps, but right now he's being pressured by his teammate, Greg Biffle now going to work on him as Biffle tries to open the inside lane in turn four. Biffle trying to uh, open a lane there to the inside of the track up in turn four. One car's up against the wall in turn number four just momentarily, and that uh, appears to be Martin Truex Jr. with some momentary problems, but he keeps the car rolling. We stay under the green flag as the leader, Ryan Newman, is uh, continuing to pull away from Tony Stewart. Mike Bagley, I guess he's got about three car lengths on him now. Yeah, three, maybe four. It looks like Ryan Newman's car is coming into its own here in the late stages as he's starting to open up his lead. Now, a caution flag is coming out. We told you Martin Truex had a problem in turn four. Well, apparently, he's got more problems up in turn two. Yeah, indeed he does, Joe. He has smacked the wall, and he has peeled the entire body from just behind the number one all the way to the back. It's just flapping in the breeze. The right rear tire is flat, and he will limp that car back to pit road. 252 laps are down. That gives us 15 to go. The yellow flag is waving for the 13th time this afternoon. Boy, that puts a new damper on things. Yeah, it really does. We talked about uh, Jeff Gordon uh, slipping and sliding a little bit, trying to chace those guys down and pick up a position. Now we re-rack them completely here, and depending on how quickly we get the uh, track cleaned up, it could very well be a single-file restart. That is, if it's within the final 10 laps. Right now they're showing 15 to go. It'll be 14 to go when they come back around this next time, and this should be a, a quick caution flag, although they have sent out one cleanup truck up in turns three and four where Martin Truex Jr. hit the wall. Here's the picture, the standings as it is right now. Kurt Busch's lead over second place, Jeff Gordon, is now 16 points. Jimmy Johnson third, 18 points out of the top spot. And as it's set up right now, Barney, it's, uh, it's a three-man battle uh, to the finish to see who's going to be the champion this year. Well, let's uh, check down on pit road real quick. Winston, any, likely anybody will pit. None of the lead lap cars, none of the guys that are in the championship chase can afford to with all these guys on the lead lap. Jeff Gordon currently running in the fourth position. He can't afford to give up track position, nor Jimmy Johnson, nor Kurt Busch. So they're just going to leave them out there on the track. Maybe some guys a little bit further on back in the pack just trying to make up some track position. One of those, Dale Earnhardt Jr., of course, he struggled all day long. Nothing to lose coming in, taking on four tires and going to just make a quick chassis adjustment. Same thing for John Andretti behind him. How about anybody in front of you, Adam? And Mark Martin does the same thing. No track position, no reason to stay on the racetrack, so he comes down for fresh Goodyear Eagles, and he's returned to the racetrack. Danielle? Brian Vickers and Kenny Wallace elected to come down for fresh tires and fuel for them as Martin Truex Jr. has taken his heavily damaged machine back into the next Hill Cup garage. In 14 laps, it'll all be over. With 254 laps down and 13 to go, 12 as soon as they come off turn four where they are right now, 
The leader with Ryan Newman, Tony Stewart second, Dale Jarrett third. Championship contenders Jeff Gordon is fourth, Jimmy Johnson is fifth, Greg Biffle is sixth, Kurt Busch is seventh, Ricky Rudd is eighth, Brendan Gaughan is ninth, and Rusty Wallace is tenth. In 11th is Kevin Harvick, Scott Wimmer is 12th, Sterling Marlin 13th, Jamie McMurray 14th, and Bobby Labonte is 15th. Well, Joe, this chase for the Nextel Cup, changing the format for it this year, has accomplished just about everything they expected it to. It came right down to the wire with the tightest race among uh, five drivers running for the championship in the history of NASCAR. And, of course, now we're down to the final few laps of today's race. When they get the green flag, it'll be 11 laps to go, and we really have a three-way battle to the finish to determine the champion. Kurt Busch in charge right now. If things stay good for him and he doesn't fall back any further, then he's going to wrap this thing up. Jeff Gordon is 12 points out in the second spot. Jimmy Johnson is 14 points out in the third position. So we're about to see how things are going to shake out. And, of course, we've seen so many times, Barney, it looks like. Well, let's look back at this race last year. Bill Elliott was on his way to the win. One lap to go. Matter of fact, he was on the last lap when he cut a tire and Bobby Labonte came back and won the race. That was just a race. We're talking about a championship now. And, indeed, anything can happen in this kind of scenario as well. Yeah, I remember that uh, deal last year. I've known Bill Elliott ever since he started racing with us way back in the 70s. And I don't think I had ever seen him in his whole career of a race that he lost hurt him any more than that one did. That really, really got to Bill. Can you imagine what a situation similar to that for a guy running for the championship would be like if Kurt Busch on the last lap or last few laps had something go wrong and one of these other contenders goes on and wins the championship? That really would hurt. But uh, let's hope that's not the case as the field is now given the one-to-go signal here at Homestead Miami Speedway. And indeed, we're just about to wrap it up for the 2004 season. Again, it's Ryan Newman, the leader. Tony Stewart is second. That's been worth watching here for the last 15 or 20 laps around. Dave Moody over there. Those two just, uh, neither one of those two are going to give an inch to anybody. Now, Marty, I think they're having flashbacks to their dirt track and sprint car days because they've just been pulling slide jobs on each other. We saw them change the lead twice between turns one and two as uh, Ryan Newman and Tony Stewart gave each other the old flat-fashioned sprint car slide job. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a little paint exchange before this one's over at the front. Winston Kelly down on Pitt Road. How is uh, Kurt Busch's team? I see Jack Roush and Jimmy Finnick there. How are they handling business? I tell you what, it doesn't look like they've changed their expression all day long. They do point every now and then to a piece of debris that they think they see on the racetrack. Uh, don't know if it's a game of catting, cat and mouse to try to get it where there's a single file restart. But I tell you what, Jimmy has been calm, cool, and collected, as has the entire crew the whole time. So they're just looking forward to getting this thing done. Well, they just the job at hand is to get up there and finish where you are or pick up a position between now and the checkered flag if you can or hold what you got even. That, if they can do that, Kurt Busch is going to be the next tail champion. Field doubling up, up in turn number four, getting ready to go back to green. 256 laps on the board. That'll give us 10 to go as they work back into the front straightaway. Not only will we be watching the chase for the next L Cup, we'll be watching to see who wins the final race of the season. It's going to be Ryan Newman or Tony Stewart or Dale Jarrett or Jeff Gordon or Jimmy Johnson. They're the top five. Green goes back in the air, and they'll race off to turn number one. Tony Stewart is really going to try and take that lead away from Ryan Newman before they get to two. They may have to deal with Jeff Gordon first. He dives to the inside lane. He's all the way up to third, looking to make it three wide as he lifts Joe Nemechek off the ground. Gordon, three wide to the inside. Full 
move for Jeff Gordon. He's there. He loses a spot to Dale Jarrett. Hand-to-hand combat now as they stack him up in turn three. Gordon with the spot, and now Jimmy Johnson feels the charge from Greg Biffle. Here they come pouring off turn four, back to the line. Nine laps to go. Ryan Newman pulls away from Tony Stewart. Dale Jarrett's third. Jeff Gordon is fourth. Jimmy Johnson is fifth. They're in turn one. Then it's Greg Biffle and the man on the move, Brendan Gone, who's running the outside lane. Biffle moves up a, a lane to try and shut him down, and now he'll go after Jimmy Johnson. Here's Greg Biffle in the outside lane. Jimmy Johnson down low. Now as they race side by side into the corner. Biffle very strong into the turn. He'll grab the spot around Johnson, and now Johnson uses the inside lane in the turn. Whatever Greg Biffle's got left, he better do it in a hurry because there's going to be eight laps left to settle it here if he's even going to get up there and finish in the top three. Ryan Newman takes him back over to turn two. Getting down to hammer time at Homestead. He leads by three car lengths over Tony Stewart. Dale Garrett now side by side. Biffle just blows Jeff Gordon away for fourth place. That is the fourth position and Greg Biffle will get it on the back stretch. Jeff Gordon falls back in line in fifth. Jimmy Johnson in sixth. Here's Kurt Busch going to change lanes. Work to the bottom of Brendan Gaughan in turn four. How about this? Jeff Gordon is down only by eight points now. As Kurt Busch continues to lead, they cross the start-finish line here at Homestead Miami Speedway. There are just seven laps to go. Single file, at least for the moment. Kurt Busch where he needs to be, but he'll take another spot if he can get one. He looks to the inside on Brendan Gaughan, but can't make the move to the back track. He'll slide up the racetrack in Brendan Gaughan's tire tracks as Jeff Gordon needing every position he can get, but instead losing ground, losing momentum to Greg Biffle, who's going after Dale Jarrett for third. Hey, what? Jeff Gordon has done everything that you're supposed to do. He just does not have the, the bustle right now to get up there and do what he really needs to do to win this championship. And here's Kurt Busch diving down to the inside of a couple of cars, trying to close in down in turn one. Give Kurt Busch another position as he sweeps to the inside of Brendan Gone and will take another position away, another nail in the coffin for Kurt Busch. Here's Kurt Busch. He's got Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon directly ahead, and Busch is letting it all hang out. He's shopping down the distance between himself and Johnson. About five car lengths separate those two. And five laps to go in the Ford 400 to determine the championship here at Homestead Miami Speedway. The lead now for Kurt Busch is 13 over Jeff Gordon. They're in turn two. Bush has got everything he needs. Does not need another spot. Just needs to stay out of trouble. Here's Greg Biffle looking down low on Dale Jarrett. That's the battle for third. Racing for the third position. Dale Jarrett has it. Greg Biffle trying to take it away. Jarrett up the racetrack in turn three. Greg Biffle has his car glued to the bottom. Now slides up about a lane in four. Dale Jarrett couldn't keep the car down in the center of the racetrack and Greg Biffle gets a fender underneath him but Jarrett's not going to go down easy. In fact, he leads him at the start finish line by half a car length as they go to one. Biffle drives it deep into turn number one, and he will take the number three position away. Dale Jarrett trying to swing back low, but that battle's over. Greg Biffle is gone. Dropping back to seventh, here's Kurt Busch. He's closing in on Jimmy Johnson. Johnson's losing ground to Jeff Gordon. See what Busch does this time. Off the end of the back straightaway, Busch is going to climb the banking, follow Jimmy Johnson's tire tracks off turn four. Kurt Busch indeed closing in on Jimmy Johnson now for the sixth position as they come back to the start-finish line. Only three laps remaining. Right Ryan Newman, meanwhile, busy pulling away Trouble from Tony Stewart. Trouble in turn one, and it's the leader. Newman is in the wall. Right front tire is down on the Altel Dodge. Ryan Newman slams the wall. Everybody takes evasive action. They dive to the inside as Newman limps off turn number two. And caution will come out onto the racetrack at lap 264. Let's go back to turn two. Well, just one more wrinkle, Barney, as we get down to the 
end of this show at Homestead. Ryan Newman went into turn number one. Tony Stewart closed in, and all of a sudden, the Alltel Dodge just took a right-hand set, shot up the banking, and slapped the outside retaining wall. The right front tire is down for Ryan Newman. Very much like Ryan Newman's year has been, Barney, coming off 2003 when he won eight times. This year, this is kind of the way things have gone for Ryan Newman. On a day when he had a car that could have won the race, something goes wrong, a crash, a mechanical problem. It's kept him out of victory lane on a number of occasions throughout the course of this year, although he did pick up two victories. More often than not, this is the way his days have wound up here in 2004. They're coming back to the green flag for the finish in the Ford 400. Green flag goes in the air. Tony Stewart sets sail and talk about a mad scramble from second place on back. It is on in turn one. Stewart is off the pace. Around the outside of him comes Greg Biffle. They're going to go three wide behind him as Stewart has finally found his speed. Biffle has the lead. Stewart second. Jimmy Johnson on the outside third. Stewart down to the inside. Here's Jimmy Johnson up top. Jeff Gordon as well. Kurt Busch there too. Greg Biffle to the lead. Jimmy Johnson to second. Now Stewart trying to rally back down low. They are coming down for the white flag, this time out of turn number four. Tony Stewart trying to get wound up one more time as Greg Biffle leads him back into turn number one. Grip Biffle down on the inside lane. Jimmy Johnson second, Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Kurt Busch, and Brendan gone. Biffle off turn two for the final time. Greg Biffle all by himself up front. Leaders are single file, nose to tail. Kurt Busch not being pressured. Here's Biffle coming into the corner. Greg Biffle all by himself. Biffle's going to win the battle will win the war. Greg Biffle coming off turn four down on the start-finish line. He's been the strongest man all day. He'll win the season-ending Ford 400 in a Ford. Jimmy Johnson crosses the line in second. Jeff Gordon third. Tony Stewart finishes in fourth. And fifth is Kurt Busch, and he is the NASCAR Nextel Cup Series champion. Let's go to his pit. And the, ce- and the celebration begins. Jack Roush coming off of the pit box. Jack you won the battle, and you won the war today. Congratulations. Ah, this is a feast or famine business, you know. We've been in a dogfight today, and it worked out okay. I wouldn't have given five cents for our chances going in. Ask Jack Roush as he gets ready to go celebrate in both Victory Lane and the championship trophy. A wild day here at Homestead Miami Speedway, but it is finally all over. Greg Biffle will win the race, the final one of the season. And the championship will go to Kurt Busch. Let's go trackside right now. Well, let's see. uh, Jimmy Johnson's down here. He's just got out. He's talking to some of the crew members. Same thing for Jeff Gordon. Kurt Busch continues to kind of ride around the speedway. Let's see if we can slip in here and get a quick comment. Uh, Jimmy Johnson gets a hug from Kyle Busch. Jimmy, within eight points. It's been a great season. Your final reactions. Uh, it is. It's been a great season, and congratulations to Kurt on on his championship. I mean, he was solid the entire uh, the entire bit. And definitely disappointed. I I was hopeful that we would get this championship won ourselves, but it uh, just wasn't meant to be. We gave it everything that we had, and just came up a little short. It was an outstanding run all year long for the team of Jimmy Johnson. Go down now to Gatorade Victory Lane. Second win of the year for Greg Biffle, picking up the season-ending Ford 400 in your Ford. Congratulations. Thanks. I tell you what, it's uh. It just goes to show everybody what this 16 team's capable of doing. Uh, we had an awesome car all day long. Uh, just lost some track position there because of fuel mileage. And, uh, you know, we just fought back and fought back. And uh, these guys just great pit stops. And just want to take a chance to thank everybody who supported us this year, Subway and uh, Coca-Cola and Kraft Foods. Everybody's just been, uh, you know, of course, the National Guard uh, standing beside us the whole year. 
and uh, all the soldiers, everything they do for our program. And uh, just excited to be in uh, Power Powerade Victory Lane here. Tony, Tony Stewart off the pace on that last run. Talk about your thoughts there and being able to get around him for the win. Yeah, I really thought we had a car to beat him. Uh, you know, I was really good off the restarts. I thought I was going to be able to pass him and uh, almost ran into him down there uh, when his car ran out of gas uh, on the restart there. So that was really close for us. And that happened to me once before. Um, you know, ran into a guy and, and unfortunately uh, uh, didn't happen this time. Fortunately, it didn't happen. Greg Biffle wins this afternoon at Homestead, Miami. Let's go trackside now to Winston Kelly, who's with Kurt Busch. He gets a big hug from his girlfriend. It wasn't that many years ago that he was on the gong show with Jack Roush, and now he's the 2004 Nextel Cup champion and first Nextel Cup champion. Congratulations, Kurt. Thank you so much. It's unbelievable to be able to put such an effort into what it takes to make a championship-caliber team. Many things have to fall into place. Jimmy Fenning is true as a leader gets, and he really helped me understand what I needed to do with a race car to make it go fast. For our team, our sponsors, Sharpie and Irwin, and all of our associates, it's wonderful. Tell us what happened when that wheel broke, how it felt, and what went through your mind then. It was an odd problem, and it was something that hadn't come up all year, and we feel like we dodged a huge, huge, devastating proposition that would have taken us out of this championship, and we pulled through. You told us early in the day that you just had to go out and race your race. That took it away. You had to race extremely hard. Tell us about working back up to the top five. Just looking out for the 24 and 48, and we stayed on the same sequence. That's what it took. Has it started to sink in? I'm almost nauseous right now because it was sinking in before, but I didn't want to. Unbelievable. The 2004 NASCAR Nextel Cup Series champion is Kurt Busch. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.